Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey you, welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. I'm wife. And together we're reading the Bible. Starting with Genesis and eventually ending with Revelations, we're working through every book and offering our atheist two cents. Or shekels. Yeah, those. We're asking questions and pointing out all the nonsense. We aren't academics or scholars. Nope. In fact, when it comes to religion, we really don't know anything at all. What we've learned so far is that God's a dick. Oh, he really is, isn't he? If you're interested in how we reached this startling conclusion, maybe start from episode one. Otherwise, jump in anywhere. It's all good. Yep. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. 
What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to Anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! Uh, do you remember what happened last Friday? I don't. <laughs> it's not worth remembering. It was the song by uh, Deborah and Barack. Oh, God. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, yeah, that's very forgettable. Yeah. I'm I'm glad we forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even blame you for not remembering this time. Right. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I did my best with what we have. Yep. <sighs> oh, I'm yawning because it was so boring. Yeah, that's why you're yawning. <laughs> not because we're up too late, you know, recording this podcast too late. You shut your dirty mouth. But uh, what are we going over today? We are doing Judges Chapter 6. Awesome. Let's go do this. Let's. Okay, so it is worth mentioning that the last sentence in Chapter 5 was, Then there was peace in the land for 40 years. Ah, yes, yes. Okay. That, that was after peace. That was the only sentence besides the entire song that was the only actual sentence yeah okay and then judges chapter six opens with the call of gideon the israelites did evil in the lord's sight (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that happened okay okay yeah okay here we go the call of gideon okay okay the israelites did evil in the lord's sight so the lord handed them over to the midianites for seven years seven years huh seven years like the um the slavery time. Yeah. That's interesting. And the tax time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And why weren't the Midianites dead? I Who knows? Because they weren't. why did God side with them right. instead of just punishing right. the you know, Israelites himself? Right. Like, just he weird. could have just bombed them with yeah. his God fire. But instead, he sides yeah. with people that completely are not on he uses board them with as, him. He uses them as tools. Right. Pawns. Yeah. The Midianites were so cruel that the Israelites made hiding places for themselves in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. Hmm. I yeah. bet they did. I mean, that's, that's those are good places to hide, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, marauders from Midian, Amalek, and the people of the east would attack Israel. Those damn marauders. It's just like they said. They're going to attack from unknown lands. God was right. The marauders... <laughs> The marauders of, of the land that belonged to them. Right, yeah. Yeah. Camping in the land and destroying crops as far away as Gaza. Damn it. I hate it when people defend their own land yeah. that was theirs before the fucking Israelites right? came. Right, so stupid. And tried to colonize Why are they it. trying to do that? I, I don't know. They don't should know. get off of the land that belongs to them. Right. They left the Israelites with nothing to eat, taking all the sheep, goats, cattle, and donkeys. Oh, Aww, man. Poor colonizers. See, now they are going to have to eat the babies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they will eat each other and the babies, right. too. Although it's only seven years. I, mean, I know. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> These enemy hordes coming with their livestock and tents were as thick as locusts. Mm. That's pretty thick. I guess. How thick is locusts? I mean, you could walk through it. Like, I've seen um, movies or something where locusts um, can make an airplane crash because they, like... Really? When the airplane goes through it... Damn. They cover the entire window, but more than that, they, like... 
there's so many of them they get stuck in like the engine and oh, wow. whatever. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I'm talking. Out I of guess my I've ass. never seen like a real locust swarm. Maybe so. I think it could be bad. I, I guess I mean, it could be it bad. It probably could hurt if an if there's enough of them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. know. All right. Anyway, those marauders they arrived on droves of camels, too numerous to count. Mm. Mm. Okay. Did they number the stars? <laughs> <laughs> And they stayed on the land until it was stripped bare. Okay. Okay. That's what locusts do. I guess. Yeah. So Israel was reduced to starvation by the Midianites. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help. <laughs> Lord, help! <laughs> when they cried out to the Lord because of Midian, but, you know, not for seven years. Do you think we could solve our problems if we cried out to the Lord? <laughs> Lord, help! It's not happening. No. Nope, nope. The Lord sent a prophet to the Israelites as opposed to the judges. Yeah, this is a prophet. Deborah was a prophet. Deborah Deborah was a prophet. I mean, according to Deborah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) He said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I rescued you from the Egyptians and from all who oppressed you. I drove out your enemies and gave you their land. I'm assuming this is Gideon. Because, yes. Well, but they didn't say his name except for in the title of the chapter. No. They didn't introduce him. They're oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like, this is a saying. prophet. He's a prophet. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Um. Let's see. I told you this is the prophet quoting God who says, I am the Lord your God. You must not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live. Yeah, otherwise I'll help them destroy you. In the land that belongs to them. Right. You, in whose land? You are in their land. Right. He literally says it in the fucking Bible. It is their land in which you reside. Right. But you have not listened to me, continued God via the prophet. Yeah. Then the angel of the Lord. Oh, now the angel of the Lord's involved. Came and sat beneath the great tree at Ophra. So they're distinguishing between the angel of the Lord and God here. Mm -hmm. And prophet. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's all three. Yeah. Wow. This is like a like a conference it's so meta yeah they, they, got, they got together and had a conference like a zoom meeting yeah yeah like um did you ever get sent to the principal's office when you were a kid uh, yeah i did and it's scary because you're sitting there and they're like in that office and you're wondering what they're talking about right right yeah i don't know why that's so funny. yeah i don't i don't know Sorry. either they were having a conference about you yeah yeah that's, that's all i, I got which belonged to Joash of the clan of Abiazar, the, the tree, the okay. great tree at Ophrah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's, that great tree. That angel of the Lord sat under that tree. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gideon, son of Joash, was threshing wheat at the bottom of a wine press to hide the grain from the Midianites. What? Why? Like he, what? He was threshing. I, is he not the prophet? I don't think so, maybe. So maybe he's not the prophet. There's just a prophet there was and the angel prophet. of the Lord and God. Yeah. Okay. And the angel of the Lord appeared to Gideon and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. <laughs> Sir, Gideon replied, if the Lord is with us, why has all this happened to us? Fair right. question. Well, because God's only with him, yeah. not, not everybody else, yeah. apparently. Yeah. And where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? Didn't they, like, say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt? But 
now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. It's sure what it seems like, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think Gideon is asking a fair question. Right, I He's agree. like, fuck knows, like, man. What the fuck is your fucking problem, yeah, man? Yeah, I don't know you. Who, who are you even? What have you done for us lately? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. If you like it, then you put a, should have put a ring on it. <laughs> then the Lord turned to him and said, wait, the Lord, not the angel of the, the Lord, Lord, the turned Lord to turned to him. Okay. Like he's like right there, huh? I guess he Talking is. Talking to him, but it was the, yeah. It was the angel of the Lord, but, but now, it's, now the it's the Lord. God. The Lord. You just never know who's going to pop up. You, you know? just never know. Right. And you never know if a donkey might start talking. Yeah, it's or, weird. Yeah. Like it, it's some weird shit. It's so random. Yeah. So anyway, the Lord turned to him and said, go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you. He wait, alone. Wait, wait what? <laughs> if you were Gideon, wouldn't you be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> I'm just one dude, guy. I'm just trying to thresh like, some yeah, grapes right? or just, whatever. I just want some wine to drink. Yeah. But Lord, Gideon replied, how can I rescue Israel? Yeah, that'd be a good question. My clan is... He's, got, he's probably got God on his side. God's going to help defeat his enemies, I bet. Sure, sure, sure. You think? But my clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh. Oh, man. And I am the least in my entire family. Wow. Looks like I'm going nowhere. No, that was Luke Skywalker just then. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I was doing the, the right, same, right. like, like petty, whiny boy tone. Like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go to Tashi Station. You know? <laughs> the Lord said to him, I will be with you. And you will destroy the Midianites. You I were totally right. called it. You called it. God's going to be with him. I will. You will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting against one man. If you were Gideon, oh. wouldn't you be like, I never fought one man. Yeah, so well, I mean. I'm a, I'm a grape squisher, not a fighter. Yeah, could you just kill him before I show could up? Could you and just then do it? would be a lot easier. Yeah, you just do it. Right. I'm you, just, I, you handle it, man. You're great. You're yeah. great. You're good. Whatever. Right. Blah, blah, blah. I don't really want to fight thousands of people. I didn't come to you. Yeah, right. I'm you over came here. to me. Yeah. And and you're the one with the fucking powers, so, like, what you, do I need to do anything for? You know, come on, Iron Man. I'll help lead them after you kill those people. Let's go, so, like, Captain you know, America. That, I think this is a bad idea. Bad plan. Yeah. Gideon replied, you are truly going to help me? Show me a sign to prove that it is really the Lord speaking to me. And not me going crazy. Right? Yeah. yeah. Don't go away until I come back and bring my offering to you. Okay. Oh, wait. wait I used I used the wrong Okay, wait. No, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna go bring an yeah, offering to him, huh? Yeah. Hey, hang on, you person that may be the Lord. How does that prove that he's there? I don't know. I don't understand how bringing him something. I don't have proves no anything i have no idea he's obviously questioning which whether, is smart right yeah I, so okay i have no idea i'm confused a little bit so he by which i am assuming they mean the lord sure answered i will stay here until you return mm. okay good yeah. for you sit boo boo sit good god <laughs> <laughs> that was not good no i thought it was great it's actually kind of funny yeah right Gideon hurried home. He cooked a young goat, and with a basket of flour, he baked some bread without yeast. This took hours. The unloving bread. He took hours. Right? Yeah, and God just sat there and waited. It's not like he just popped this shit in the microwave. What do you think God was doing while he was sitting there? Waiting, like waiting for playing, microwaves to be invented. Playing solitaire. Waiting for microwaves to be invented. Drawing in the dirt. Oh, man. Like know. an Etch-a-Sketch. Yeah, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Then, carrying the meat in a basket and the broth in a pot... He brought them out and presented them to the angel. 
So, so not the, the Lord, angel. the angel. Okay. Who was under the great tree. Yeah. So we're back to the angel now. Now it's the angel so it again. it was God that it was turned the Lord. to him. The Lord turned to him. Yeah. But now we're back to, okay. I'm assuming that if we look up the, the studies on this or the, you know, thoughts on this or whatever, that they're going to say it's the same thing. Entity. Right. I but have I just, no idea. It's just weird that it's they keep jumping between the way yeah. they're discussing it. Like, I'm like, how many people are present? Is it God or is it a fucking angel? Make up your goddamn mind. Yeah. Is it a rep or is it like supreme being? Right. Are you speaking for God or is God literally here? Yeah. I don't know. there's a difference, you know. I could not tell you, though. Right. So, okay. The angel of God said to him, place the meat and the unleavened bread on this rock and pour the broth over it. Gideon did as he was told. Okay. Because, you know, broth goes over a goat. Yeah. Yeah. Then the angel of the Lord touched the meat and bread with the tip of the staff in his hand. Okay, this is the angel. Okay. Because yeah. God wouldn't have a staff in right. his hand, right? No, it's definitely this is the, the angel. angel. Yeah. Okay. And fire flamed up from the rock and consumed all he had brought. And the angel of the Lord disappeared. <gasps> Not that. But is God still there? I don't know. I don't either. When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he cried out, Ooh, sovereign Lord, I'm doomed. I have seen the angel of, wait, I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. He is crying out to God. And complain and, and like, and cry. But he's, he doesn't even know if this is really God. And he's crying out to God right. about the fucking angel he just saw who disappeared. Yeah. And he's like, I, what? Either you or your rep just disappeared, my my man. Right? Yeah. What up? He's, he's concerned about it, apparently. Oh, okay, but listen. Okay. It is all right, the Lord replied. Uh, okay. Okay, two separate entities were there then, the Lord and his angel. That's the way it sounds like. And yeah. then the angel disappeared. Yeah, right. And the Lord is saying, it's all right. Do not be afraid. You will not die. Why the fuck did the angel burn up God's offering? Why the hell was the angel there as a rep if the if Lord God's was going to be right. present? This is stupid. Yeah. Like, you... God's have... literally sitting there talking to, to Gideon. To dude, yeah. 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 And like, what? what? Yeah, I don't understand okay. this. And Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and named it Yahweh Shalom. Yeah, you always got to build those altars. Mm -hmm. Whether it be in a riverbed or mm -hmm. in a house. In or... a cave. Yeah. In a, in a, in a box with a, a fox. <laughs> So Yahweh Shalom, which means the Lord is peace. Okay. Uh, Except for he's not. Right? He's literally <laughs> charging you he's with sending going him, to war. He's send, yeah, he's sending him to war. Yeah. He's going to kill lots and lots of people. Yeah. And he's like, I'm the God of peace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this makes no fucking sense. <laughs> That's exactly opposite, dude. Yeah. Not cool. Yeah. The altar remains in Afra in the land of the clan of Abiazar. To this day? To this day. <laughs> <laughs> that night, the Lord said to Gideon, Okay. Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one that is seven years old. You know that one? <laughs> that one. <laughs> Pull down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asherah pole standing beside it. Okay. Okay. Get rid of the man god and the woman god. Then build an altar to the Lord your God here on this hilltop sanctuary, mm. laying the stones carefully. Don't you think your parents would be pretty pissed if you just, you know, destroy their shit? Dad. I mean, they obviously don't believe in I this know. dude. So I they're know. like, I'm going to build these things to this other God. And right. like, they wake up the next morning and they're going to be like, uh, you're grounded. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? Uh, keys to the car now. Right. You are not driving. Yeah. Yeah. 
sacrifice the bull as a burnt offering on the altar, using as fuel the wood of the Asherah pole you cut down. <laughs> oh, my, my mom would see It tastes so, so much better if you burn it over an Asherah pole. My parents would be so pissed if I did something like this. Seriously. Right? Like, if I went, because they have, like, all <laughs> this. like wooden cross or something from their, their mm-hmm. place and like build a fire they have god stuff like all over their house even on their front door in their apartment building right yeah. and they have like this prayer request oh, chalkboard on yeah, their front door i erased door. it one time because i leaned up against their door you didn't mean to tell I didn't me you mean didn't to. mean to no i didn't mean to okay I but still, i'm not that cruel i mean it was kind of funny you're like i'm an idiot i'm not mean <laughs> <laughs> But could you imagine, like, if I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, but God came down and told me that um, I need to take this shit. It's garbage. Right. I yeah. need to take no, it off of your... Do- yeah. That would not happen. I can tell you that right, right? now. Yeah. I would be like, I guess I'm going to hell because I'm not doing that. Right. That's yeah. their stuff. Yeah. You know, it belongs to them. Yeah. Well, and, and back then, parents, like, had the right to, like, kill you and shit. Yeah. So that's not a... Look, I... a non-starter I, in my book. <laughs> I have keys to my parents... Um, building and door. Yeah. And I am not trying to get those taken away from me right. by taking down their God shit. Right. You know, they're not harming me. They can have their stupid ass God shit if they want it. Right. Whatever. Yep. So Gideon took 10 of his servants. Oh, Gideon wasn't bad off. He had servants. Yeah. Slaves. Right. And did as the Lord had commanded, but he did it at night. Because he was afraid of the other members of his father's <laughs> well, household yeah, and the exactly. people of the town. See, I wouldn't do it at night. Oh, and the people of the town. Yeah. Damn. I wouldn't do it at night if I had to go, like, if God gave me no choice and I had to go take my parents' shit down. Right. It would be in the middle of the day, so I'm not sneaking. Wait till and it would be, yeah, when they are out <laughs> shopping. And I would hope that none of their neighbors saw me. Right. Yeah. That's what would happen. Yep, totally. I wouldn't go at night. No, because that's you know, stupid. Right. And I wouldn't be scared either because I like if you if you act scared, then people know you're sneaky. Right. And you're doing wrong. Right. I would just like if one of the neighbors was like, what are you doing? I would be like, OK, A, fuck off. B, mind your business. C, uh, I'm taking my parents shit. Thanks. Right. Bye. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Asshole. But they wouldn't because they don't give they don't give a crap. Yeah, no, definitely. So I don't know what's happening here. Okay, early the next morning, as the people of the town began to stir, someone discovered the altar of Baal had been broken down. Oh, no. And that the Asherah pole beside it had been cut down. Damn it. What? In their new place, wait, in their place, a new altar had been built. And on it were the remains of the bull that had been sacrificed. (laughs) What? What happened? (laughs) The people said to each other, who did this? (laughs) Right. I don't, I don't know. What happened? Right, yeah. That, that would be me. I don't know. Do you know? Right. Yeah, Honey, this is, this is scary. I'm, I'm leaving. Should we lock our doors? <laughs> oh, Sorry. Man. I was so shocked I had to sneeze. Sorry. Oh, it came out of nowhere. And after asking around and making a careful search, they learned that it was Gideon, the son of Joash. Wait, how did they, I mean, how did they how know? Did they, that, right. How did they know? They asked around and made a careful search. Uh, whatever. Yeah, that's bullshit. Just Somebody like wanted... saw him. Yeah, right? Somebody saw him and snitched. I guess. And you know what? People who snitch, snitches get stitches. Mm, that's yeah, what. Right. Bring out your son! <laughs> <laughs> the men of the town demanded of Joash. 
He must die. Oh, damn. He must die for destroying the altar of Baal wow. and for cutting down the Asherah pole. Damn. Fuck me, man. See, that's why I'm not trying to take down my parents' chalkboard. Right. Fuck yeah. you. I but, told you that's why, like, even back then, I'm like, they're going to kill you, dude. Yeah, yeah, don't do it. Right? But Joash shouted to the mob that confronted him, Why are you defending Baal? Will you argue his case? Whoever pleads his case will be put to death by mourning. If Baal truly is a god, let him defend himself and destroy the one who broke down his altar. From then on, Gideon was called Jeroboam, which means let Baal defend himself. Because he broke down Baal's altar. Okay. Okay. I guess. Yeah. Um. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> so that that was an easy fix, I guess. I guess. It seemed way too easy. They were all ready to kill him. And it's just like. Well, because they knew enough about how hateful God was that they were like, I mean, I want these uh, poles and these idols and shit, but. I don't want to lay go on yelling about it. And, right. you know, I remember my dad saying something about people being struck down and right. I'm not trying to get struck down. Right. Right. Like, I, I don't want to defend him unto my death or nothing. Right. Soon afterward, the armies of Midian, Amalek and the people of the East formed an alliance against Israel and crossed the Jordan. Because they were worried about that one dude, Gideon. Camping in the Valley of Jezreel. Armies of the bad guys. Yeah. They formed an alliance against Israel. Right. Because remember, Gideon's going to destroy them. Oh. They were told that? I don't know. Apparently, they were. I thought that they probably were Probably just... somebody who was like, you know, probably the same person that told them that there was uh, um, Gideon that put up the fucking altar. Probably went over there and said, hey, <laughs> this dude's like, he's trying to get us to go to war against you guys and stuff. Whatever. I think that they were just, I mean... The people that own the land are always trying to take their land back. Right. The Midianites and the Amalek guys and all them. Sure. They're always trying to... I mean, it said in the beginning of this, they were always trying to get their land back. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with no, you're probably whatever right. this guy's name is, yeah. Gideon. I have to remember Gideon because my sister has some kind of lizard, like a pet lizard thing. Uh-huh. And its name is Gideon. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Soon after, oh yeah, they joined an alliance and crossed the Jordan, camping in the Valley of Jezreel. Then, the Spirit of the Lord, is that the same as the Angel of the Lord? Fuck knows. I, I, I One quick thing to interject here, though. Have you noticed that they've crossed the, like, different people, different groups of people, mm-hmm. have all crossed the Jordan without stopping the water? Yeah, I did Multiple times that. now. Something I'm about saying, boats like, and bridges. Yeah, right? <laughs> they didn't need magic. They just used the power of fucking science and hammers right yeah (laughs) so okay the spirit of the lord which may or may not be the same as the angel of the lord clothed gideon with power clothed him with power yeah okay okay it's like he's got a god or a armor thing going on sure sure he blew a ram's horn as a call to arms remember like at jericho right yeah ram's horn or like a ricolo commercial (laughs) <laughs> and the men of the clan of Abiazar came to him. Okay. Okay. All or right. Abizar. I could be saying that wrong. Sure. I'm probably saying that wrong. Whatever. It's guaranteed I'm saying it wrong. I mean, right. Pretty right. much. Okay. Um, apologies. Sure. He sent out messengers throughout Manasseh, Asher, Zebulon, and Naphtali, summoning their warriors. And all of them responded. Oh, damn. Oh, so Gideon is not going to take on them by the, by himself. Um, is that, that what we're getting at here? 
Sounds like it, right? Okay. Then Gideon said to God, If you are truly going to use me to rescue Israel as you promised, prove it to me in this way. Ooh, he's being awfully bossy at God. Yeah, he is. Like, that's what's bothering me. Like, they've been, Joshua was a little bit bossy too. Mm-hmm. And, like, God's putting up with a lot more shit yeah. from these people than he used to. Like, fucking Mo- Moses, um, like, he couldn't look the, at him sideways. I know. Or he fucking, was, you know. He like turned the faucet the wrong way <laughs> and wasn't allowed to ever see Canaan. You right. Know? Like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Okay. I will put a wool fleece on the threshing floor tonight. If the fleece is wet with dew in the morning, but the ground is dry, then I will know that you are going to help me rescue Israel as you promised. What the fuck? Like some that's random like the dumbest ass, shit I've ever heard. That's like if I put potatoes in the backyard and <laughs> potato bugs grow under them, then science. If I put, to use your example, potatoes in the backyard and this one here only rots overnight versus these three don't, then, then God. Then God. Yeah. 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 It wasn't something else. Yeah. I all. don't know. Right. Something. And that is just what happened. Okay. When Gideon got up early the next morning, he squeezed the fleece and wrung out a whole bowlful of water. A whole bowlful. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's a lot of God in there. That's so much dew. Yeah. Mountain dew. <laughs> <laughs> mountain of dew. Yes. Yeah, yes. Right. A, no, dew of the mountain. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Then Gideon said to God, please don't be angry with me, but let me make one more request. Okay. Is he going to ask for like a thousand wives or like some <laughs> cool new sneaks? I don't know. Probably not. But let me make one more request. Let me use the fleece for one more test. This time, let the Because fleece... he still doesn't fucking believe? He got to believe. Like, well, Come no, I mean, on. Like, you, you said, if I just do this and then he does that. And yeah. he's like, eh, but one more thing, though. Cause right? I'm not real sure here. Because... And if truth. that had been anybody fucking else, yeah. God had been like, fuck you, die. He's like, truth be told, this was a really dumb test. Right. Yeah, because it was. It was a really fucking yeah, dumb test. exactly. All right, what's this okay, fucking... Um, doing? This time, let the fleece remain dry while the ground around it is wet with dew. <laughs> oh, my God. So that night, God did as Gideon asked. The fleece was dry in the morning, but the ground was covered with dew. The <sighs> end. Sounds like he was just procrastinating not mm-hmm. to go to war. And, I don't want to go to war, man. Right? Yeah, fuck this shit. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So, oh, whatever. So that happened. It did. <laughs> that was stupid. It was. Well, I mean, I just, I don't, things are, the way they phrase things in the in the Bible are so confusing because they are like, there's three people here, there's two people here, there's only one person here. It's all in his head. It's, you know, I mean, like, that's just whatever they fucking want to say. I just want to know, is the angel of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, <laughs> and the Lord himself, like, are those three separate entities? I don't know. Were three different people talking in that room, in the room where it happened. Right. The room yeah. where it happened. The room where it happened. <laughs> I honestly don't have a clue. Well, so. Maybe shit will get cleared up tomorrow when we read Judges chapter seven. Highly doubt it. But why, why you want to kill my dreams? <laughs> why you want to be right. a murderer of hope and joy? Yeah. So it's gonna get cleared up tomorrow. Totally, <laughs> guys. Join us tomorrow for. Judges chapter 7 here. Yeah. All right. We'll see you then. Chuck nuts. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? I do not. But I want to start off real quick by apologizing to everyone real, just right off the bat. Wife is not feeling well today. So you'll have to forgive for uh, any 
you know, sicky sound stuff. Yeah, I have the barfies. Because <laughs> overshare. Yes. Well, I have the, the vomities. Mm, yeah, there's good stuff. A, there's a bug going around this area, That's apparently, what the doctor said. And I caught it. Yeah. Hardcore. Hardcore, so yeah. My throat's a little bit scratchy, and my voice is not... What yeah. it should be. And we didn't we didn't plan ahead, so we don't no. have any you know episodes, so we we're don't. just trucking through this. Yeah, so I mean you should really be proud of us <laughs> for how we're we're making it happen anyway. At least proud of wife. She's making you know I'm giving she's making it, this happen. I'm giving it the try, you yeah. know. All right, so what did we talk about last week? Or like yesterday. Yesterday. No, was it yes, yes, yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. That day. <laughs> it was something about Gideon. And oh yeah, he was called. And then there was like the God, and there was the prophet, and then there was the angel of the Lord, and the spirit of the Lord. Uh, yeah, that too. Uh, there was and, like a big Zoom conference of them all. Yeah, and we didn't know how many um, entities there were. Right, because it was weird how they kept saying things for each other, but then also as each other, and then like, and what? then one left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, peace out, bitches. And we were like, oh, 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 okay. All right. Well, what are we uh, reading today? Judges chapter 7. All right. Let's go hop into this. Okay. Okay. So Gideon chapter 7. Okay. No, wait. Not Gideon no. chapter 7. <laughs> Judges chapter 7. Yeah, that. Sorry. I'm, you know, he, I, we already... Put the disclaimer up front. You know, you've got not all, all kinds of leeway today. Yeah, so yeah. our fans are awesome and they're going to give us that. Yes, they are. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we appreciate that. So Judges chapter 7 starts with Gideon's men defeat the Midianites. Okay. okay. So this is like the prophecy coming true. Huh? I guess. Whatever. He's going he's gonna to go defeat them. God's on his side. But he needed more men. He's not one person taking on a thousand. Mm. Yeah. Or whatever. Ten thousand. No, it's ten thousand. Yeah. yeah. He needs he needs some army. So, so Jeroboam, that is Gideon. What? Apparently Gideon's name is Jeroboam. Wow, that's interesting. I did not know that. Hmm. Or Jeroboam. <laughs> Jerubal. I don't know. Right. Whatever. Okay. That's, that's interesting, though. Right. That is Gideon and his army got up early and went as far as the spring of Herod. The armies of Midian were camped north of them in the valley near the hill of Morah. The Lord said to Gideon, you have too many warriors with you. <laughs> oh, see? And he's like, no, you're, you may, you're, right? you're 10,000 people yourself. You have too many. I couldn't imagine telling somebody that. <laughs> right? Like, you are being too enthusiastic about uh, yeah. trying. You're you trying are, too hard. You are crossing all your T's and dotting all your I's too much. Yeah, stop that shit. What the hell are you thinking? If I let all of you fight the Midianites, the Israelites will boast to me that they saved themselves by their own strength. Oh, I see. He's, oh, he's like, he's like, I got to show my, my power here. He, he's he to... Such a petty small god with right. a teeny tiny dick. Yes, really is. Therefore, tell the people, whoever is timid or afraid may leave this mountain and go home. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm in front of that line. Yeah, right. So 22,000 of them went home. Damn. Leaving only 10,000 who were willing to fight. <laughs> Two-thirds of them were like, fuck this shit, I'm out. Yep, thank you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but the Lord told Gideon, there are still too many. Oh, damn. Dang. Bring them down to the spring and I will test them to determine who will go with you and who will not. 
Okay, so you gotta pick the weak ones or the strong ones, because like you know, knows? this is so silly. Right, it really is. Like, let's just make sure we do make this as hard as possible, right? Just to show people how awesome I am. Right. Like, let's not make it easy. Right. We could just, just roll over them, but right? why do that when we right? got God on our side and you know we got to prove a point for him? This is dumb. Yeah. When Gideon took his warriors down to the water, the Lord told him, "Divide the men into two groups. In one group, put all those who cup water in their hands and lap it up with their tongues like dogs." Say that. What was that? The two two groups. I got yeah, that right. In okay. one group, put all those who cup water in their hands and lap it up with their tongues like what dogs. In the other group, put all those who kneel down. And drink with their mouths in the stream. Oh, okay. Is one better than the other? I, apparently, maybe. That's dumb. Right? Only 300 of the men drank from their hands. All the others got down on their knees and drank with their mouths in the stream. Okay. The Lord told Gideon, with these 300 men, I will rescue you and give you vict- victory over the Midianites. You're telling me out of... How many was it? 10,000 people? Mm-hmm. Only 300 used their hands to pick up water from the stream? Yeah. I call bullshit I on that. I call bullshit on that as well. But whatever. Send all the others home. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. So Gideon, I'm, I'm sorry I keep yawning. I took a bunch of medicine that makes me right. drowsy. So I'm not <laughs> bored of you guys. I'm no, just, just trucking through. Yeah, I'm just doing my best, you guys. Yeah. So Gideon collected the provisions and ram's horns of the other warriors and sent them home. But he kept the 300 men with him. The Midianite camp was in the valley just below Gideon. Okay. Midian and Gideon. (laughs) Gideon got Midian. Right, right. I like rhymey things. Yes, rhymey things are cool. That night the Lord said, get up, go down into the Midianite camp, for I have given you victory over them. But if you are afraid to attack... Go down to the camp with your servant, Pura. What? Who? What? Pura? I don't... Purell? Pura. (laughs) P-U-R-A-H. Okay. Listen to what the Midianites are saying, and you will be greatly encouraged. Then you will be eager to attack. Hmm. Okay. That's... sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. So Gideon took Pura, whoever that is, Uh and went down to the edge of the enemy camp. The armies of Midian, Amalek, and the people of the east had settled in the valley like a swarm of locusts. It's always a swarm of locusts. always, and they number the stars. Right, yeah. (laughs) And they're still there to this day. Right, right. Their camels were like grains of sand on the seashore. (laughs) There it is. Too many to count. (laughs) There it is. Yep. Gideon crept up just as a man was telling his companion about a dream. The man said, Yeah, I had this dream, and in my dream, a loaf of barley bread came tumbling down into the Midianite camp. It, like, hit a tent, turned it over, and knocked it flat. (laughs) His companion answered, your dream can only mean one thing. Oh, is that true? Is that so? God has given Gideon, son of Joash, the Israelite, victory over Midian and all its allies. What the? A loaf of bread knocking over a tent means that God, who they don't even worship... Has given them victory over... Yep. What? Yep. I, no. Yeah, that no. definitely happened. That conversation never happened. That I can guarantee totally that. totally happened. No, no. I, the, and, and moreover, how the hell did he get that close to hear the conversation about the fucking dream right? and the loaf of bread? Right. Because I would be like whispering. 
Right. Like, yeah. Because so it's stupid. Really weird. Yeah, stupid right? Dream. When Gideon heard the dream and its interpretation, he bowed in worship before the Lord. Do you think <laughs> that he like got to a safe distance before he bowed to the Lord? I, I have no idea. But then he returned to the Israelite camp and shouted, get up. For the Lord has given you victory over the Midianite hordes. He said that God said this and like anybody who doubted should go down and listen to the Midianites, right? Mm-hmm. So apparently the only person who doubted was Gideon. Apparently. I mean, that's what it sounds and like to me. Pura, his servant. Right, yeah. Which he just appeared all of a sudden. Hey, have a Pura. Right, yeah, what the fuck? Okay. I would like a Pura. Sure. Would you like a Pura? Yeah, I guess, yeah. Whatever. He divided the 300 men into three groups and gave each man a ram's horn and a clay jar with a torch in it. Then he said to them, keep your eyes on me. When I come to the edge of the camp, do just as I do. As soon as I and those with me blow the ram's horns, blow your horns too. I don't understand the idea of announcing yourself to your enemy. <laughs> I don't Like, either. hey, we're fucking here. We're about to kill you. We gonna get you. Yeah. Prepare yourselves. <laughs> right? All around the entire camp and shouted, for the Lord and for Gideon. Woo! Yeah, and okay. for Gideon. Huh? And for Gideon. Wow. He's, he's got a lot of uh, pride. I mean, um, he's standing all of a yeah. sudden. He's like, he's a, he's somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It was. He's going to get his picture on the Wheaties box. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be tweeting about him, I can tell right, you. Right, yeah. It was just after midnight, after the changing of the guard, when Gideon and the 100 men with him reached the side of the Midianite camp. Suddenly, they blew the ram's horns and broke their clay jars. Suddenly. Wait, Suddenly. broke the clay jars? What? To make Why noise. are they breaking? Oh. To make noise. To be right, scary. but I don't understand. Like, what, what the hell is the point of this? I don't get it. Because there's only 300 of them, so they have to, like, come in Is this, in like, hot. more test for God so that, like, he can be like, not only did I only have 300 people, but I also announced my entrance before we came in. Uh-huh. And we still beat them. Yeah. Although we did have to sneak in in the middle of the night. Right. Uh, what? Because 300 <laughs> against a whole right. encampment. Yeah. Yeah. Then all three groups blew their horns and broke their jars. They held the blazing torches in their left hands and the horns in their right hands. And they all shouted, a sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Okay. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Sword for the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Gideon gets to Midian. Right. Each man stood at his position around the camp and watched as all the Midianites rushed around in a panic, <laughs> shouting as they ran to escape. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're coming I, I mean, to get us. Just, right. Yeah. Like, I, this totally makes no sense. No. Like, they're, they're just, okay. They could have just killed them in their sleep. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Whatever. Instead, they made a big deal about it. Right. When the 300 Israelites blew their ram's horns, the Lord caused the warriors in the camp to fight against each other with their swords. <laughs> what? So, How did he do? He just, okay. So why did the... So they were so confused they were fighting each other, huh? Why did Gideon and his boys need to go in there at all Because they then? had to blow the horns. Whatever. And they got to stand around the, the perimeter to make sure that, you know, people no, that did kill the others, they, yeah, they got to kill them. Those who were not killed fled to places See? as far away as Beth Shittah. Near Zerera. Oh, so they didn't surround them very well. And to the border of Abel Mahola. But I bet they chased him down. Probably. I think because they, they got to kill them all. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they chased them. No? It's middle of the night. Well, yeah, it'd be hard to see them. They're like, I don't fucking care. Let yeah, we'll them get go. them tomorrow. Yeah. If they come back. Right, yeah. 
Then Gideon sent for the warriors of Naphtali, Asher, and Manasseh, who joined in chasing the army of Midian. See? See? They're going to chase him down and kill him. You were right. Yeah. Gideon also sent messengers throughout the hill country of Ephraim, saying, Come down to attack the Midianites. Cut them off at the shallow crossings of the Jordan River at Beth Barah. So all the men of Ephraim did as they were told. They captured Oreb and Zeb, the two Midianite commanders, killing Oreb at the Rock of Oreb and <laughs> Zeb at the winepress of Zeb. <laughs> they killed wife at the throne of so wife. Like they named the things after the people that got killed on them. Nice. Like there's a wine press here. We need we gotta name it Zeb now. And right. There's a rock here. It's now Oreb. Yeah. And they continued to chase the Midianites. Afterward, the Israelites brought down the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon, who was by the Jordan River. The end. Mm, okay. That happened. Yeah. And Gideon didn't actually do that bit. He was like, you guys go do that. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, whatever. I'm not about it. I'm not chasing people today. I have a stomach bug. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, they're fighting again. They are and, fighting. Uh, you're six. So I think we're going to go ahead and, you know, wrap it up. Wrap it up here. But uh, we will be back tomorrow with uh, Judges Chapter 8, correct? That is correct. All right. We will see you all then. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? You were sick. I was. I still am today. I know. I know. But we're going to power through. Yeah. (laughs) I can can almost hear it worse today. Yeah. Right, yeah. I know. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, send your get well guard to her on a on a on Twitter. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, seriously, do you remember besides me being sick? What happened yesterday? I don't. I'm sorry. Well, it was something about Gideon and how um, he was oh, granted he made, like yeah, they were ten thousand men. Yeah, and, and God made him cut down the amount and, down to three hundred, and then only three hundred people uses their hands to cup water out of the river. river yeah, apparently, yeah, which is bullshit. And then they beat a bunch of people, including Oren and Zeb. But they did have to beat them at night. Yeah, but they also let them know they were there. Yeah, with ram all of horns. it was just really stupid. It made no fucking sense. It really did. It made yeah. no fucking sense. All right, so what uh, what are we reading that's not going to make any fucking sense today? <laughs> it's um, uh, what's this guy's name? Judges, chapter eight. Oh yeah, judges. Okay, judges. let's go do this. Okay. Okay, judges, chapter eight. Gideon captures the kings of Midian. All right. Because remember, it was Midian. No, Gideon gets the Midian, and yesterday it was a sword for the Lord. Right. You were Dr. Seuss and that shit up. Because I like rhymes. Right. Yeah. Then the people of Ephraim asked Gideon, why have you treated us this way? Why didn't you send for us when you first went out to fight the Midianites? They argued heatedly with Gideon. Why would would they be pissed off that they didn't have to fight and die? Because um, their entire who they are is wrapped up in glory and if they didn't get to go they their names don't get to go down in history in the book of instruction gotcha yeah, as that's, fighters that's a shame yeah so they got left behind are you sure they're still writing the book of instruction i thought that was moses's thing and it just got left uh, out of the tabernacle thing well i mean records whatever they call whatever. their records some book that yeah. records them like the bible yeah yeah i mean i don't know what they fucking call it at this point but i'm right. sure that they're still keeping records of some nature right right but now gideon gets all the credit right yeah but gideon replied what have I accomplished compared to you? 
Aren't even the leftover grapes of Ephraim's harvest better than the entire crop of my little clan of Abizer? Wait, so just a quick question here. This sounds like there were some um, Jewish tribes that were not affected by this as much. Right, because what they were the, these were people that were abandoning that had abandoned the Lord. Remember, the, like Gideon's people were like worshiping Baal and and you know Asherah poles and all that kind of shit. Right. So he's talking about this other tribe, Ephraim, which is a Jewish tribe, right? And they have bountiful harvests and shit. So this is like a localized thing. Oh, okay. It seems like that's what I that's what. So I'm this is a this. small local kerfuffle within the bigger mix. It sounds like it. Okay. Because, okay, he just said, aren't even the leftover grapes of Ephraim's harvest better than the entire crop of my little clan of Abizar? Right. Okay, so he's saying a little bit of these guys is better than your whole effort. Right, so, like, not okay. all the Jewish tribes were in, you know, disarray, apparently. Like, basically, as a whole, you guys suck. Yeah, and, I guess. And so just a few of these guys is all I needed. Sure. God gave you victory over Oreb and Zeb, the commanders of the Midianite army. What have I accomplished compared to that? I don't know. What have you accomplished compared to that? What have you done for me lately? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. not good singing no, just it was, then. Well, I mean, you're sick, so we'll give you a little <laughs> bit of, you know. When the men of Ephraim heard Gideon's answer, their anger subsided. They were like, yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. right. Fair He's, enough. Well, he was talking them up. He's like, you guys, what have I done compared to you guys? Yeah. I mean, except for to feed all the armies with 300 people, you know, whatever. But he was basically like, no there's nothing whoop. stopping you guys from taking charge and doing right, something. Right, right, yeah. You know? And you guys you guys could do it easier than I did, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's my guess. I'm interpreting here. He's just pumping them up, you know, yeah. making them feel good. Yeah. Patting them on the head, placating them. Right, yeah. Gideon then crossed the Jordan River with his 300 men, and though exhausted, they continued to chase the enemy. When they reached Succoth, Sucketh. Gideon asked the leaders of the town, please give my warriors some food. They are very tired. I am chasing Zeba and Zalmunna, the kings of Midian. Yeah. But the officials of Zucketh replied, catch Zeba and Zalmunna first, and then we will feed your army. What the fuck? Fair enough. They're like, why are we going to give you guys, based on just your claim, we don't know you. Right. I, I guess. I mean, he goes to a town and he's like, please feed my guys. Yeah. You know? Right, but there's a whole fucking army that, well, I guess it's only 300 people, so, you know, I don't know. Yeah, That's a lot of people to feed just based on it your is. word alone. It is. It and is. it's not like they had Facebook where they could go, you know. Right, check your uh, friends' yeah. statuses and all that kind of shit. Like, I see that you guys were partying last weekend. Right, No, right. thank you. Yeah. So Gideon said, after the Lord gives me victory over Zeba and Zomana, I will return and tear your flesh with the thorns and briars from the wilderness. Damn. Jesus, here's some fucking McDonald's. My God. <laughs> I think it was fair of them to say, mm, maybe not, guy. I mean, he's kind of a dick. He's a dick. He's like, you're not giving me food. I'll kill you. Right? I'm like, wow, that escalated quickly. Right? From there, Gideon went up to Peniel and again asked for food, but he got the same answer. Like, I don't blame these people for saying no. They don't know Gideon from right. a hole in the ground, you know? Yeah, yeah. So he said to the people of Peniel, after I return in victory, I will tear down this tower because I'm a motherfucking asshole. Apparently. I mean, like a lot of the, the Bible people are assholes, though. That, that is true. Come to discover. That is true. By this time, Zeba and Zamana were in Karkar within about 15,000 warriors uh, with about 
15,000 warriors. Wait, you, the people that they were fighting? Yeah. And they were chasing them with only 300. Mm-hmm. Okay. All that remained of the allied armies of the east, 420,000 had already been killed. So Gideon's got 10,000. The other 299, they're going to get the other 5,000. What? Gideon's worth 10,000 men, remember? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Gideon circled around by the caravan route east of Noba and Jogbeda. No, Jogbaha. Okay. Whatever. Taking the Midianite army by surprise. Mm. He's always surprising those yeah. fuckers. Whether it's at night when they beat their drums and blow on their blow horns their ram's and shit. horns. Yeah. Whatever. Zeba and Zomana, the two Midianite kings, fled, but Gideon chased them down and captured all their warriors. After this, Gideon returned from the battle by where of Heris Pass. By what? By where? Heris. Oh, okay. By way of the Heris Pass. Ah, ah, Okay. Because that's important. You gotta know where Heris Pass I, is. There's a lot of places that we're, you know, supposed to know according to the Bible that yeah. I have no clue. Well, that's clue. how they got there. Okay. Okay. Heris right. Pass. Yeah. There, he captured a young man from Succoth and demanded that he write down the names of all the 77 officials and elders in the town. Ooh, shit! He's gonna kill all the leaders. Mm. Mm. Let me ask you this: Somebody says name 77 of these people. Could you name more than maybe 15? Mm, I couldn't name two. Right. Well, like, <laughs> let's say you're you're in a group, right? Yeah. You could name some people in your group, but could you name seventy people in your group? No. Like, even your family, like you've got a lot of um, relatives and descendants and and what? Are, no, not descendants. Um, the people from way back. Cousins and grandpas and grandmas. Yeah. And, Ancestors. And, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Lots of people. Could you name seventy of them though? Mm, I don't know. I couldn't. I mean. I do have a big family, so I might be able to get there, but it'd be it's tough. It's too many people. I can't name that it'd many It'd be really people. tough. But... I guess I'd have to care more. I didn't grow up with a lot of family ties, so it's very much not important to me. Right. But I could see why other people would think it's important. Right. But I'm just saying I have a really shitty memory. I could not name 70 of anything. Right. I think it's funny that they're using the word number 77 because they use the number 7 so much in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... It's it's all a mnemonic. It's a mnemonic. You remember thing. back in Genesis when there was the one guy that was going to be blessed for seven years, and then the other guy was like, "No, I'm going to be blessed for seventy-seven years." Yeah, I'm like, and what? I'm going to be blessed to seven to the seventh power of infinity. <laughs> yeah. Gideon then returned to Succoth and said to the leaders, "Here are Zeba and Zalmanna. When we were here before, you taunted me, saying, catch Zeba and Zalmanna first.'" And then we will feed your exhausted army. Mm-hmm. Then Gideon took the elders of the town and taught them a lesson, Whoa. punishing them with thorns and briars from the wilderness. Okay. What? So he tortured them? He also tore down the tower of Peniel and killed all the men in the town. What the fuck? My God. Okay, Gideon's not a good guy. No, he's a dick. He's a petty fuck. They wouldn't feed him, so he killed a bunch of people right? and like... Tore down their tower and like, I thought that, tortured people. I thought that God teaches compassion and seeing through yeah, other that's people's not eyes. The New Testament, I don't think. This <laughs> this God's a dick. The, the Old Testament God is is, is much more um, you know fire and brimstone. Yeah, so. I hate him. Then Gideon asked Zeba and Zalmanna, the men you killed at Tabor, what were they like? Like you, they replied. They had all the look of a king's son. They were my brothers, the sons of my own mother. Gideon exclaimed. As surely as the Lord lives, I wouldn't kill you if you hadn't killed them. Hmm. Okay. So what he's saying, even though they were my relatives, it's fine that you killed them? 
Because that's I, the way it goes. I they don't chose know. the wrong side. I guess. That's what it sounds like. Maybe. I wouldn't kill you if you hadn't killed them. So, therefore, I'm glad that you did, even though you're saying that he's my relative. I I thought he was doing this because God killed him, not because he was revenging people or, like, you know, right. stuff like that. So, it's odd that it's now switching up reasoning. But Whatever. He's a dick. Yeah, he clearly. definitely is a dick. And he enjoys killing people. Yep. Turning to Jether. Jether? Jethro. Not Jethro. No. Okay. No. His oldest son, he said, kill them. But Jether did not draw his sword, for he was only a boy and was afraid. <laughs> then Zeba and Zalmana said to Gideon, be a man, kill us yourself. So Gideon killed them both and took the royal ornaments from the necks of their camels. Oh, my God. What a petty fuck. Right. I'm sorry. But he, had, he was trying to have a kid do it. I know. Like indoctrinating them into murder. Yeah. Basically. Gross. Then the Israelites said to Gideon, be our ruler. You and your son and your grandson will be our rulers, for you have rescued us from Midian. But Yay. Gideon replied, I will not rule over you, nor will my son. The Lord will rule over you. Right. However, I do have one request, that each of you give me an earring from the plunder you collected from your fallen enemies. The fuck? The enemies being Ishmaelites all wore gold earrings. Okay. So he wanted a lot of gold then. Because they killed a lot of people. Yeah. Let's be honest. This yeah. is going to make him really rich. Yeah. Gladly, they replied. They spread out a cloak and each one threw in a gold earring he had gathered from the plunder. The weight of the gold earrings was 43 pounds. Damn. 43 pounds of fucking gold? Of just little earrings. Shit. Yeah. Not including the royal ornaments and pendants, the purple clothing worn by the kings of Midian, or the chains around the necks of their camels. Mm. Yeah. Damn. He a rich he man made out. now. Yeah. Gideon made a sacred ephod from the gold and put it on Afra, his hometown. Hmm. I thought the ephod thought was, was the chest piece. Chest piece. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's uh maybe it's just an ornamental thing that can go like maybe on like a plaque of a town too or something. I don't okay. know. Who knows? Who knows? But soon all the Israelites prostituted themselves by <laughs> worshiping it. And it became a trap for Gideon and his family. God, you, you just make something of anything and they just start worshiping the shit out of it. They're right? like, oh my God, they made something out of metal. We're going to worship that now. Instead of the people or God who made it happen. Oh, fuck. They worship. All, I mean. They're so stupid. <laughs> that is the story of how the people of Israel defeated Midian, which never recovered. Throughout the rest of Gideon's lifetime, about 40 years, there was peace in the land. But they were worshiping the fucking ephod that he made. But there was peace in the land. But that's not, that goes against God. But there was peace in the land. I don't understand. They didn't go to war. There was Why peace in the land. Why isn't God mad at them and killing them? Because there was peace in the land. I don't get it. I don't either. It's bullshit. Then Gideon, son of Joash, returned home. He had 70 sons. 70 sons. Damn, that guy got busy. He had so many wives and girlfriends and concubines. Right? My God. Yeah, fuck. Seventy sons born to him, for he had many wives. Wow. He also had a concubine in Sheshem who gave birth to a son. Wait, who was this that did this? Gideon, the guy oh. we're talking about. So apparently, like, like multiple, multiple. Like, remember they said you couldn't have too many. Yeah. But apparently, in, in his case, it was okay. Yeah. He, he had a lot. Uh-huh. To have 70 sons? Yeah. So that, that's just sons. He probably he, had daughters in there, It said he too. had many wives. Yeah, but that's just counting the sons. I know. Like, he probably had multiple, like, he probably had 60 or 70 daughters, too. I know. That's crazy. He also had a concubine in Sheshem who gave birth to a son whom he named um, Abimelech. Oh, that's not, wait, 
Is huh. that a different Abimelech? It's got to be because Abimelech was earlier in the. Yeah. I don't. I don't know the correlate. Right? It's probably just the same name. I right. Guess. Right. It can't be. A but weird, right? Correlated, but okay. Very weird. Yeah. Gideon died when he was very old, and he was buried in the grave of his father Joash at Ophrah in the land of the clan of Abizer. As soon as Gideon died, the Israelites prostituted themselves by worshiping the image of Baal, making Baal Bareth their god. <laughs> the god guy's dead. Let's go worship Baal right now. Right? <laughs> they forgot the Lord their God, who had rescued them from all their enemies surrounding them. Forgot? It sounds like they were fucking just doing it because he was there. I know. Like they took the first chance to go against that. They were like, that. oh, thank God he's gone. Right, yeah. Nor did they show any loyalty to the family of Jeroboam, that is Gideon, despite right. all the good he had done for Israel. I, you know, I have to say, like, okay, there's there's all these people that that do all this good for God, and then they the Israelites always abandon them, right? Like always, without mm-hmm. fail. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like this reoccurring theme throughout the Bible. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you got to ask yourself, did God ever really show Himself to them? Because I don't think He did. He couldn't have because there's no way that the right. people would switch out so easily. Yeah, if you saw God, if you saw an act of God. If Although, you saw... let me say this, though. People today, half of America does not believe in science. Right. So. I mean, that's true. I mean, is it really a stretch to imagine that these people didn't believe in God or whatever? No, it's definitely We've not. Got it's half just... of America doesn't believe in fucking But the Israelites are God's people, right? And right. these are his people who keep abandoning him because they don't believe in it. No, I totally agree with you. But what I'm saying is it wouldn't have mattered if God had shown himself. We have statistics that show that science is real. Yeah. We no, have I mean, numbers. We that... have trustworthy doctors and and people that give us facts. And that's not even something that you need to take on faith. Right, right. If people can't even believe in fucking science, is it a shock to believe that uneducated dum-dums from way back in the desert days over there could not believe in God who right. clearly only showed himself sometimes. I mean, I'm with them. I don't believe in God either. But, no, right, you know, so. right. But I'm just saying, like, uh, it doesn't surprise me that right. they switched out so easily. Even if there were, hypothetically, right. signs. Right. Right. Okay. People are just pre-programmed to be fucking stupid, I think. I guess. You have to try not to be stupid. I guess. It's easier it just, to just be stupid. I guess it just pisses me off because this is the Bible that we're reading. And right. these people are quote-unquote, God's people, and they just aren't. Well, I think the other frustrating thing is that this book is supposed to be teaching us about God's people, and we're supposed to relate to them like they make mistakes too, and it's up to you to make the right choices, blah, blah, blah. But I don't relate to them. I'm looking down on them. Right. I mean, this is like, okay, the Israelites treat God like the parents going away on vacation and you pull out the alcohol. Mm-hmm. They're like, over and fuck over it. Again. Parents are gone. We're going to pull out the alcohol over and over again, over and over. Yeah. Like it, there's just, there's no, lo- none, no loyalty, like right. zero loyalty. And it's not like they just get grounded. They actually get either, um, tortured or killed or both. Right. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Whatever. We all, we all know this is, I mean, it's, it's a reoccurring theme so far. Yes. So. Recurring. Recurring. Not sorry. My bad. You said it twice. I would have let the first one no, go. No, you're fine. You said it I'm, twice. I deserve to be corrected all the time. Even though I'm sick. Yeah. Well, but that I mean. was the end. I didn't get a chance to say the end, but the end. Okay. Well, um, so that was. Okay. Had a bit of a technical glitch there. 
But uh, that was chapter eight is what I was getting ready to say. And tomorrow we will be doing chapter nine. All right. Judges chapter nine. And uh, that's pretty much it. So we will see you guys tomorrow. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Um, we were still talking about Gideon and you were still sick and, um, he was an asshole. I mean, that close. He wasn't really an asshole, but, but he he, was an asshole. Yeah. He was an asshole. I mean, he was killing people just to fucking kill him. Yeah, that's true. So he was an asshole. He and his 300 men. At the very least, he was a dick. He was a dick. I'm not sure where the scale lies with dick to asshole, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) somewhere around the taint. (laughs) Um, him and his 300 guys. Right. Yeah, those and, 300 guys. And they got earrings. Remember the gold yeah, earrings? Yeah, he got 42 pounds of fucking earrings. Yeah. Or was it 43? I don't know. I don't remember. Once you get past 40, it just doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Stop counting. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, yeah, and then he died at the end. Don't Wait, forget. Gideon died? Yeah, he died. Did he really? He died when he was very old and oh, was buried in right. the grave it was of such his father, Joseph. a small Joseph. bit of the... Yeah, it was at the very end and you were going off about something else. I've, yeah, I'm always going off about some bullshit, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah. then, and then you really liked this line: the Israelites prostituted themselves by worshiping the images of Baal. Yeah, because they wait like three seconds, and then they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, we're done." See, that's what you were going off about. Yeah, I went off for that for like <laughs> ten minutes after we actually finished the podcast. I think. Yeah, and then like I didn't even get a chance. I read the last sentence, and I didn't even get a chance to say the end. And you were still going on and on and on. And so then I was like, anyway, the end. And you right. were like, oh, that was it. Yeah. 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 That Sorry. Happened. I was excited about it, you know? So that happened. I that was talk about that. that was Judges chapter 8. All and right. today we're doing Judges chapter 9. Awesome. Let's go do this. Let's. Okay. Judges chapter 9. Okay. The reign of Abimelech. Oh, Abimelech. Mm-hmm. Now, I really want to find out if this is the same Abimelech. Like, I think that should be one of our quick questions, at least, mm-hmm. for the next Q&A. Yeah. Because I'm curious if there's two Abimelechs or if this is, like, something that How I'm confused about Abimelechs or something. How many Abimelechs would you Abimelech if an Abimelech could chop wood? Right, right. Or, um, we've got my favorite, Abimelech, Abimelech, <laughs> in the jungle, the mighty jungle, Abimelech was born. Right. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay, because guess what? One day Gideon's son, Abimelech, Uh went to Sheshem to visit his uncles, his mother's brothers. Right, that's what uncles usually... Well, it could have been his father's brothers. You're right, I'm I'm sorry. You don't know. You're right. No, I'm completely right. Not everybody has the same type of uncles. I said you're right. You got it. Some people have a monkey's uncle. And yeah, some people. And some people have... um, what is that movie? The spy uncle. What? I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. Okay. But just for the record, yeah. everybody, um, wife is back in full force now. So what? <laughs> I, you said that like it's a curse instead of a no, good thing. No, I'm just saying you're back. You know, I you're am. you again. I am me. You're again. not quite sick. Yeah. I mean, I still sound like shit, but my personality is much improved. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, this Abimelech kid, yeah. he said to them and to the rest of his mother's family, Hey, hey. Ask, ask the leading citizens of Sheshem whether they all want to be ruled by all 70 of Gideon's sons or by one man. And remember that I am your own flesh and blood. He's like the Fonz. He's going, hey. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Wait, who was, Abim- who was Abimelech again? I th- he was he's Gideon's son. So he, oh, he goes, so he's trying to take the power just for himself instead yeah. of having all, like, what, he's all seven of them are going to rule? He's going like this. He's going, who has two thumbs and wants to rule over everybody? <laughs> this guy. Right, yeah. Yeah. So Abimelech's uncles gave his message to all the citizens of Sheshem on his behalf. You think they made flyers and put them on windshields of cars? Like offer them free ice cream if you vote for Abimelech? Yeah, knock doors. (laughs) And after listening to this proposal... Yeah? What kind of proposal was it? I'm imagining it was at the bow point. Right? Like, I propose that I'm your boss now. Yeah, do it or else. Like, how how does... how do you phrase that proposal? I, I propose, that I'm hey, in charge. would you like me to be king now? Yeah, don't you, like, if there was a question, you'd take a vote, right? Yeah. Like, hey, let's vote on see if we want to do 70 or just me, right? right? But they're not voting. He's just proposing that this is the way it's going to be. I propose that you guys all say that I'm the new leader. You know how we had that, we used to talk about this all the time, about how questions are phrased, right? Mm, so like yeah. the question is phrased and you guys want me to be the new leader, right? Mm-hmm. That's the way. Yeah. That's the way you want it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cause you don't want 70 people ruling you obviously. So it's going to be me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It couldn't be any of the other 70. It's got to be Abimelech. And also it's phrased in such a way as that it doesn't leave a, a choice C. Right. Yeah. There which is yeah. none of, none of you. Right. It's a false, you know, equivalency as far as right. what you're comparing all this stuff too. So he's doing good psychology. I right. will give him no, that. He is, definitely. This Abimelech, he's he's, he's a real squirmy worm. Yeah. And after listening to this proposal, the people of Sheshem decided in favor of Abimelech because he was their relative. But wouldn't the other seventy people be his relative I also? I think they would also because they're, they're, they're the yeah. same. Yeah. You know, group of people that I came agree. from the same guy. I agree. Okay. So I'm not sure. Although they did say the mother's side, or is it the mother's or the wait, father's? Wait, wait, wait. Was it the mother's? Um, maybe it was. Maybe his that's mother's why. brothers. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So he's 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 relying on his family connections here. He's like, he's okay, networking nepotism. Yeah, I got it. So his mom's must be part of a better tribe than some of the other ones, right? Yeah. They, yeah. Okay. Um, they decided in favor of him. Blah blah blah. They gave him seventy silver coins from the temple of Baal Bereth. Which he used to hire some reckless troublemakers who agreed to follow him. Hmm. Why is he hiring troublemakers? Probably because he's got to, like, kick his brother's asses to stay in charge. Oh, this does not sound good. It doesn't sound good. Because he's probably going to accuse them of being against God or something so they can kill him. Yeah. He went to his father's home at Ophrah, and there, on one stone, they killed all 70 of his half-brothers, huh. the sons of Gideon. You know, sometimes I feel like I've read this, even though I haven't read it, because I call this shit ahead of time almost every single time. I'm like, hey, they're thinking about doing something stupid. They're probably going to kill people. And almost without fail, I'm right. But I just, I'm still shook because I thought that he was, like, going to go hold a protest or or like say some words and you know there would be like yeah i've lost that i've got complete cynicism here i just think they're always out to kill people but the youngest brother oh sorry i had to yawn because that medicine i took made me drowsy <laughs> so there sorry. are still some lingering effects yes there definitely are and yeah. i apologize because i know i'm gonna yawn again and i cannot help it okay this medicine makes me so sleepy all right Okay, but the youngest brother, Jotham, escaped and hid. Good oh, for Jotham. Yeah. You know, I don't even care if he's a dick. Good right? for him. Yeah. No, obviously, Abimelech's a dick. 
So, clearly. Like, right clearly. off the bat. Like, we weren't sure about Gideon, but he ended up being a dick. Yeah. But Abimelech, fuck. Fuck He's him, a fucking man. dick right off the bat. Yep. Then all the leading citizens of Shechem and Beth Milo ca- called a meeting under the oak beside the pillar at Shechem and made Abimelech their king. You know, the oak. That's where you, you, know that's that where you do all those important things over there by the oak. Tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree <laughs> or however that song goes. Right, right. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, when Jotham heard about this, the one brother that survived, yeah. he climbed to the top of Mount Gerizim and shouted, oh, wait, isn't that like Bless Mountain or Curse Mountain? I'd have to look that up, but it sounds maybe possible. I'm almost positive. Sounds it's possible. either Bless Mountain or Curse Mountain. But it's right there by the Jericho River. Yeah. If it is that. So he climbed to the top of that mountain and shouted, listen to me, citizens of Shechem, listen to me if you want God to listen to you. Once upon a time, the trees decided to choose a king. First, they said to the olive tree, be our king. But the olive tree refused, saying, should I quit producing the olive oil that blesses both God and people just to wave back and forth over the trees? <laughs> wait, wait, the, the olive tree was going to lead the trees? Hold on. Is that? Hold on. Is this some sort of like a... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Then they said to the fig tree, you be our king. The fucking fig trees, man. But the fig tree also refused, saying, should I quit producing my sweet fruit just to wave back and forth over the trees? Yeah. Yeah. Then they said to the grapevine, you be our king. Mm -hmm. But the grapevine also refused, saying, should I quit producing the wine that cheers both (sighs) God and people just to wave back and forth over the trees? Yeah. Then all the trees finally turned to the thorn bush and said... Come, you be our king. And the thorn bush replied to the trees, If you truly want to make me your king, come and take shelter in my shade. If not, let fire come out from me and devour the cedars of Lebanon. What the fuck was all that shit? I don't know, but I had to read it with that accent real yeah. <laughs> bad. It seemed to fit. It just, yeah, okay. Okay. But that that was that was some crazy ass like okay. Trees and bees and honey. I mean, and I'm what? sure there's some like, you know. Things that are supposed grapes? to like allude to things and, and I stuff I don't and know. what have yous and but I didn't exactly follow, but except for that a thorn bush is now in charge of the fucking grapevines. I guess. Which, you know I'm not sure I'm not who sure represented which team and right? yeah. which one we were supposed to choose. I'm assuming for. that they're comparing that he's comparing Abimelech to a thorn bush. Okay. But um but that was a really bad analogy. like what? So bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Okay, so Jotham continued. Okay. Mm, now make sure you have acted honorably and in good faith by making Abimelech your king, and that you have done right by Gideon and all of his descendants. Wait, and is you... Jotham pitching for? I think he is. He's I think he is. Go with a. Well, maybe he's like, I don't want to die, so I'm going to be like, I'm going to yeah. be on his side. Yeah. He's he's the guy that switched teams and became a Trump supporter just to so stay a live. Republican. Right. Yeah. 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 Have you treated him with the honor he deserves for all he accomplished? For he fought for you and risked his life when he rescued him from when he rescued you from the Midianites. Wait, Abimelech didn't do shit yet. Well, apparently is he, he was did. he talking about Gideon or Abimelech? Abimelech. I haven't heard them say Abimelech oh, wait, wait, did wait. anything. Am I, have you treated him? I, I don't. So, I don't know. Okay. I don't well, know. It, it's very confusing it at is the very, very least. Confusing. So. But he is talking about Abimelech. 
But today you have revolted against my father and his descendants, killing his 70 sons on one stone. And you have chosen his slave woman's son, Abimelech, to be your king just because he is your relative. Oh, okay. So he is railing against Abimelech. Yeah, yeah. And he's saying that he's they're going against Gideon. Yeah. So, and that apparently this woman wasn't as popular as, you know, she, she was she the seemed, concubine, right. not the... She was a slave, apparently. Not one of his many wives. Right. So... And he he just took power, basically. He's like, I'm going to kill them all. And And Jotham is like, hang on, you're letting a bastard bastard become king. But that was a really unclear way that they said that. Yeah. Well, they spoke that way. They did. Because they didn't have good brains. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so mean. I'm sorry, old people from a long time ago that I'm making fun of you. (laughs) It's just that. I have today. I mean, they could always stop being dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's not my fault that they spoke in riddles, okay? Right, yeah. I mean, right? They could just say what they mean, and that would be a hell of a lot easier. We speak in riddles today, too. We are equally dumb because we use meme speak and teen speak. And you know what? To be fair to them, they, they, they they were speaking, you know their own little language back then that in and speaking the way they spoke back then and it's been translated so many goddamn times mm-hmm. that who the fuck knows what they were actually saying. Right. He might have been talking about rose bushes instead of thorns. Who knows? Or cats. I mean, you just never know. Sneakers. Right. I mean it could have been pumpkins. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I'm making fun of them only insofar as that all humans are dumb. Right. But that speech was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. If you have acted honorably and in good faith toward Gideon and his descendants today, then may you find joy in Abimelech and may he find joy in you. But if you have not acted in good faith, then may fire come out from Abimelech and devour the leading citizens of Sheshem and Beth Milo. And may fire come out from the citizens of Sheshem and Beth Milo and devour Abimelech. Okay. Then Jotham escaped and lived in beer because he was afraid of his brother Abimelech. I think I'd drown myself in beer too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me let me just get this straight. He went up on a fucking mountain and screamed right. to his entire world, <laughs> this then, guy sucks. And then sucks, ran away. Sucks. <laughs> and then he ran away. And then ran away. Yeah, I mean that was probably smart. Yeah. You know, gonna kill him. Right? Yeah. After Abimelech had ruled over Israel for three years. Three years, okay. Three years. All right. God sent a spirit that stirred up trouble between Abimelech. God sent a spirit Mm. that stirred up trouble. Because, you know, God (laughs) likes to stir up shit. Because it wouldn't have happened unless God did that, you Right, know? yeah. Humans couldn't have come up with their own fucking trouble. Right, yeah. Yeah. God started it. God started it. That's going to be my excuse from now on. God started it. God. (laughs) I don't don't fucking know. Every time we get in a fight, God sent a spirit. It's going to be God started it. God like, sent a spirit. I, it wasn't he me. Stirred God started trouble. it. God stirred up trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I will punch you in the <laughs> dick. I'm not even joking. Do not. Do not use that. Okay. All promise right. me. I, I can't. I mean. You need to promise right here on air that you will not use that bullshittery. I promise I will not use that bullshittery. Oh, my gosh. I love you so much. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> That was awesome. It was hard for me to say that because it I really, really I know. really wanted to invoke God in one of our arguments just once. I mean. Just because it would be fun. We get mad at so many people. You'll have your opportunity. 
in this Can I invoke it against somebody else? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's so cool because then I'm part of the joke. You know, I'm (laughs) in on it. Right. I'm just like, don't use it against me. I don't want to be the butt of your joke. Okay. I want to be with you making the joke. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So anyway, God sent a spirit that stirred up trouble between Abimelech and the leading citizens of Sheshem. And they revolted. Oh, no. They revolted because of God. Right. It was God's. Yeah. God God. made them revolt. Right. Yeah. Totally. God was punishing Abimelech Uh for murdering Gideon's 70 sons and the citizens of Sheshem for supporting him in this treachery of murdering his brothers. It couldn't be that he was a, you know, asshole leader who wanted to take control and then was not good at it. And then they were like, you know, fuck this guy. God waited three years and then made a move. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That. That is what happened. <laughs> like, I'll let him rule for a little while and then get him. Then I'll get him. Yeah. But not I, first, I'm going to let him kill all of his brothers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and let this guy escape and then let these people be ruled by him really shittily for a while. Yeah. And then, then, then I'll do it. That's when I'll make my move. That, yeah. It's a good time. Three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I don't believe in God. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I just thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> I, let me count the ways. I just, thought I, I just thought I'd put that out there. Yeah, no. I, it, yeah, it's ridiculous. The citizens of Sheshem set an ambush for Abimelech on the hilltops <laughs> and robbed everyone who passed that way. Wait, everyone? Fuck yeah, they did. <laughs> they set an ambush for Abimelech. They're like, well, while we're here, let's just steal from everybody. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I guess. It was your first toll road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but someone warned Abimelech about their plot. Well, yeah, they're stealing from everybody. God damn it. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> well, they just took all their shit. They're going to be like, um, fuck these people. Hey, Abimelech, they're probably coming after you too, man. So you know? let me ask you this. Like, okay, you go from point A to point B, and in the middle, you get robbed. Right? Yeah. So now you're at point B. So sure, you tell all the people at point B so they all know not to go back. Right? Right. But I guess some people went back anyways. Well, there would be people going both ways probably. I so guess. at some point, you know, they're robbing everybody. So like, you know, and and it doesn't say they're killing them. So they're just letting, they're robbing them and then like on your way, you know. So, so somebody's like, hey dudes, there's a guy, there's guys up here killing, no, not killing, stealing from us and, uh, and as they were taking my gold, I heard them say Abimelech sucks. So you might not want to go that way. <laughs> if you were if you were going from point A to point B and you got robbed on the way, and it seems like those guys had settled in, yeah, would you go back that same way? No, no, fuck no. No, would you just like? Oh, I guess I live in point B now. Point B, or find an alternate route. You know. I mean, what if there was no alternate route because you lived There's like always along, an alternate? What route. if you lived along a ravine? Okay. And there's like a ravine on one side, a cliff on the other. Like, if no, you're really motivated, you could build a bridge. Oh, I'm asking and get over about it. you. <laughs> Fuck you for saying that. <laughs> Fuck you for saying that. Sorry. Anyway. Uh, sorry, that was an inside joke. My bad. You're an ass. I am. Okay, so anyway, um, let's say we're talking about you, not somebody, anybody. Yeah. You specifically. Me. You're not going to build a fucking bridge and you're not going to fucking get over it. <laughs> What you're going to do is you're going to live in B now. Fuck yeah. Okay. That was the question. Okay. Okay. So one day, Gael, son of Ebed, moved to Sheshem with his brothers and gained the confidence of the leading citizens of Sheshem. 
Okay, the, the the Sheshem people were the ones that were stealing from people, right? I don't remember I think. already. I'm pretty sure they said people Citizen, from Sheshem. Yeah, citizens of Sheshem okay. set up an ambush. All right, all right. Yeah. So this these people gained their confidence. Okay, yeah. all right. So Gael was the son of Ebed, and he moved to Sheshem with his brothers. Okay, yeah. And they gained the confidence of Sheshem. Okay. During the annual harvest festival at Sheshem, held in the temple of the local god, the wine flowed freely, and everyone began cursing Abimelech. God damn it! Who is Abimelech? <laughs> Wait, does this say God damn it? No, I said oh, that. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, that'd be awesome if it said that in the Bible. <laughs> no, I, I added that. Cause, okay. Because it seemed right. All right, all right. God damn it, said wife. Yeah. Who is Abimelech? Gail shouted. He's not a true son of Sheshem, so why should we be his servants? He's merely the son of Gideon, and this Zebul is merely his deputy. Zebul, out of the blue. Yeah, they, right. They're like, you know that one guy? We, yeah. No, we don't know that one guy. Right. Do yeah, tell. Just, yeah. It's like it's like if um you came home from work one day and you were like, so Tina brought cookies to work today. And I'm like, what the fuck is a Tina? <laughs> right. Like, Well, no, I think that there's all these like side stories that they're probably like they know these other stories, mm-hmm. but they don't like they don't tell us those stories. They just allude to them. They just assume in the that Bible. we know. But we're talking about a book that they wrote 2000 years ago. So like we're missing right. those other fucking stories. Cause but they assume, you know, the writers assume that we know what they're talking right, about as, we as well. They should, because the people reading it at the time, in would the time, have. yeah, they would have known, but that's what I'm saying. Like if you come home and you're like, so um, today at work, it was really rough because the, Zebedudas wouldn't work and Tina, but Tina brought cookies. So it was all great. Right. And I'm like, okay, a, I don't know what the fuck a Zebeduda is. And B, I don't know who the fuck a Tina is and stop talking at me. Like as though I was there. Right. You kindergartner. Cause that's what kindergartners do. Sure. Sure. They're like, like if you say to your kindergartner, seriously, both my kids went through this. Like if you ask them, like, how was your day at school? And they'll be like, Oh, you know, and it's like, no, I really wasn't there, stupid. Right, you need to tell me. And then they're like, um, I went to the potty. And you're like, that's good. What else did you do? And and then they're like, um, I went in that room. You know that room. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, you moron? It's- but you can't say that to your kindergartner. Right. Yeah, that would be mean. Because kindergartners don't understand that you don't have the ability to read their fucking little brains. Right. <laughs> I called no. I called all younger everybody's a moron. Yes. <laughs> As well you shouldn't. So, um all right. Yeah, I'm a little thrown off now. <laughs> but um So, so anyway, yeah. kindergartners are, are dumb and yes. the Bible is dumb. Right. And okay. Our kid is not dumb. Our kid is not dumb. Yeah. Clearly, came from another room across the house. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, yeah. Not sure if you heard that, but kids shouted from across the house, I'm glad we're on the same page. Yes, yes. Fair enough, fair <sighs> enough. Okay, so let's get back to this. Okay, yes. he's merely the son of Gideon, and this Zebul, who we're supposed to know but don't, is merely his deputy. Serve the true sons of Hamor, the founder of Sheshem. Why should we serve Abimelech? Question mark. Right. If I were in charge here, I would get rid of Abimelech. Yeah. I would say to him, get some soldiers and come out and fight. Okay. Sure. I mean, he dispatched 70 of his brothers. So, like, he's got something. He's not nothing. Right. 
But when Zebul, the leader of the city, heard what Gail was saying, he was furious. Oh, yeah. This is like second yeah. command guy. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah. shit. They're, they're playing some to, shit now. Yeah. He sent messengers to Abimelech in Aruma telling him, Gail, son of Ebed, and his brothers have come to live in Sheshem. And oof, now they are inciting the city to rebel against you. Mm-mm-mm. I bet Abimelech kills them. Probably. Yeah. Come by night with an army and hide out in the fields. In the morning, as soon as it is daylight, attack the city. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But who's on God's side here? Like, which side are oh, which side's the right know. side here that we're supposed to be rooting for it if de- we're on the Bible? It depends on who's holier. Okay. They haven't really made that clear, though. Right. Okay. I, I don't know. When Gale and those who are with you, or I'm sorry, and those who are with him come out against you, you can do with them as you wish. Right. So Abimelech and all his men went by night and split into four groups, stationing themselves around Sheshem. Okay. Gale was standing at the city gates when Abimelech and his army came out of hiding. <laughs> when Gale saw them, he said to Zebul, look, there are people coming down from the hilltops. The fuck he said? He said, oh shit, is what he said. Uh-huh. He said, <laughs> fuck me, why? Zebul replied, it's just the shadows on the hills that look like men. Ooh. What have you been smoking? Wait, Zebul, the, the second in charge guy? Mm-hmm. He was... Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but they, they don't like him. Why would they trust what he's saying? I don't know. Okay. But again, Gail said, no, people are coming down from the hills. And another group is coming down the road past the Diviner's Oak. The Diviner's Oak. Huh? You know the Diviner's Oak. Yeah. You know the one? Sure. We've got one here in town, don't we? Do we? No. I wasn't aware <laughs> of it. Not that I know of. Right. <laughs> Then Zebul turned on him and asked, now where's that big mouth of yours? Hmm. <laughs> <Is> that <what laughs> that's says? literally what it says. Oh, my God. Without mm. the hmm. Yeah. I added that part. Right, but yeah. no, that sentence is all there. Wow. Now where's that big mouth of yours? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wasn't it you that said, who is Abimelech and why should we be his servants? The men you mocked are right outside the city. Go out and fight them. Right. Mm-hmm. And at least they know now who, uh, you know, ratted them out. Yeah. And, you know, if I was, what's his face? Um, Zebul? No, no, the other guy. Abimelech. That's, no, the other guy. The, the guy that's. Gail. Yeah, Gail. If I was Gail, I'd be like, Zebul, whatever the fuck your name is, you're dead right now. Because fuck you. Yeah. First yeah. off. And yeah. then second, shit. <laughs> if you were Abimelech, wouldn't you be like, God damn it. If I was Abimelech? Yeah. Why? I don't know, because there's like all these people. Wait, Yeah. But no, Abimelech is the one that's bringing the people there to kill them. Oh, I'm confused. Uh, yeah. Okay. Gale's the one that's in the city with Zebulon or whatever the fuck okay, his name is. Okay, here's the next sentence. So Gale led the leading citizens of Sheshem into battle against Abimelech. Right. And Abimelech was outside surrounding the city. Okay. But that's why if I was Abimelech, I'd be like, oh, no, we're about to go into battle. But he came there to go to battle. Oh. I'm confused. What? <laughs> Whatever. But Abimelech chased him, and many of Sheshem's men were wounded and fell along the road as they retreated to the city gate. Yeah. Abimelech returned to Aruma. Oh, you're right. And Zebul drove Gale and his brothers out of Sheshem. The next day, the people of Sheshem went out into the fields to battle. When Abimelech heard about it, he divided his men into three groups and set an ambush in the fields. Okay. They're always doing ambushes. Yeah. When Abimelech saw the people coming out of the city, he and his men jumped up from their hiding places and attacked them. Yeah. Yeah, That's what an ambush is. Yep. They ambushed. Those ambushers ambushed. Right. 
Abimelech and his group stormed the city gate to keep the men of Sheshem from getting back in, while Abimelech's other two groups cut them down in the fields. Yeah. The battle went on all day before Abimelech finally captured the city. Sounds oh, like Abimelech damn. must be the one that's uh, in favor of God here. I guess, but I guess. he's a dick. He is a dick. He's a fucking I'm not dick. a fan. I can tell you that I mean, much. everybody that's on God's side is pretty much a dick. Yeah, so. but I'm just not a fan. There's definitely levels of dickishness, but, you know. He, he's up at, at the top, though. He's not <laughs> a good guy. Right. He killed the people, leveled the city, and scattered salt all over the ground. Damn, that is, what the fuck? Like, this is your town that you rule. You're mm-hmm. scattering salt to, like, make sure that people can't grow crops. And mm-hmm. you're destroying everything in the town. Why? These are resources you could use. And just, I mean, because I, I get killing all the people, I guess. Like, you know, if you're going to do something to where well, you want people not to rebel, like, killing all the people would be enough, don't you think? I think what he's doing is... Showing an example of what God wanted the people to do when they first came in, which was to kill it all, take it all down, let nothing remain, and begin afresh. I guess. And that's what Abimelech has done here. By by taking the city, he killed every single person in the city, and he ruined everything, and he threw salt all over it. I think he's just a whiny little asshole. No, I totally agree. He's throwing a fit, and I he's totally like, agree Fuck with you. you guys. I'm just trying to say what I think is probably... What we're supposed to gain from this as readers, okay. I think, is that he's doing what they were supposed to have done in the first place. All right, all right. That's my guess. Okay. When the leading citizens who lived in the Tower of Sheshem heard what had happened, they ran and hid in the Temple of Baal Bereth. Mm-hmm. Someone reported to Abimelech that the citizens had gathered in the temple, so he led his forces to Mount Zalman. And then they killed him. He took an axe and chopped some branches from a tree. Then put them on his shoulder. Quick, do as I have done, he told his men. So each of them cut down. He's going to burn it down. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's gross. Wow. So each of them cut down some branches following Abimelech's example. They piled the branches against the walls of the temple and set them on fucking fire. Damn. He is hardcore. Right? Dag nasty and evil. let's just, uh, uh, I think, I think this guy is on God's side. I think so. And if so... This is fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, just not cool. Not cool. So all the people who had lived in the Tower of Sheshem died, about 1,000 men and women. Damn. Then Abimelech attacked the town of Thebes and captured it. But there was a strong tower inside the town, and all the men and women, the entire population, fled to it. They barricaded themselves in and climbed up to the roof of the tower. And burnt them down too, I'm sure. Abimelech followed them to attack the tower. But as he prepared to set fire to the entrance, a woman on the roof dropped a millstone that landed on Abimelech's head and crushed oh, his skull. Oh, shit. Boom, bitch. What? Damn. Hell yeah. Get that millstone. <laughs> like a millstone round your neck. But wait, neck. there's other people down there trying to kill them. Like, do you think they're just going to stop because they killed Abimelech? I don't know, but I had to cheer for a minute there. I mean, that is good shit. That that bitch had it, had what's up. Abimelech you know? is an asshole. She gets a gold star. Right? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, damn. I just assumed since they were winning that Abimelech was on God's side, but now, now Abimelech's dead, so now I'm not sure. Wait, he's not quite dead, though. Hold oh, on. shit. He said, he quickly said to his young armor bearer, Draw your sword and kill me. Don't let it be said that a woman killed Abimelech. Oh. What a dick. So he was like going to die, but he wasn't quite dead yet. Right. So the young man ran him through with his sword and he died. 
I'm sorry, but it was still the woman who right. killed him. Yeah. So fuck the fuck off. Well, I mean, that's... you was killed by a woman. But like, who gives a shit? Like badass because, woman. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. We're we're supposed that's to believe that women are the lesser and, and blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah blah blah. That's why I'm laughing at him. You yeah. were killed by a woman. Sure. Because it hurts him. It doesn't hurt me. Right. Nanny right. nanny boo boo. Stick your head in doo doo. <laughs> a woman killed you. She had a vagina and she killed you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little excited <laughs> about it. When Abimelech's men saw that he was dead, they yeah. disbanded. Yep. It just took just like, killed. Nobody the in this fucking world off. back then had. Any goddamn loyalty at no, all. None, none. Like, can you imagine if, like, war relied on your sergeant <laughs> the, the to be like, leader. live? Like, okay. And if your sergeant just dies in battle, everybody's yep. like, fuck, I guess we're done. I guess we're done. Like, that's not how this works. You right. just keep going. Exactly. <laughs> like, chain of command. Th- there bitches. was that Zeb, you, whatever the fuck guy name. Like, he's yeah. second in charge. Just go back and, you know, he's in charge yeah. after this, yeah. right? Exactly. I don't, I don't understand this shit. You just give up. You guys had them surrounded. And you're ready to burn the fucking place down. Right. And you're like, oh, they killed Abimelech. We're all done. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, they disbanded and returned to their homes. Yeah. In this way, God punished Abimelech for the evil he had done against his father by murdering his 70 brothers. But let me just just point this out here. because He could have stopped the 70 brothers. thousands of people. Yeah. Before he got killed by a goddamn yeah. millstone dropped on his head. Yeah. And... And God could have stopped this anytime he anytime. wanted to. Yeah. But he didn't. Yeah. He just let it happen. Yeah. And then more than that, he actually didn't let the woman kill him. Right. He allowed Abimelech to live long enough for one of his own to kill him. Right. And then these idiots disbanded yeah. right then and there. Yeah. And and let these people live because why? I I don't really know. Yeah. But I I just don't I this is all so stupid. It's all so stupid. There's, there's just, like, nobody believes in anything back then, apparently. None. <laughs> like, None. they don't care. God also punished the men of Sheshem for all their evil. Mm. So the curse of Jotham, son of Gideon, was fulfilled. The end. So. What's the okay. curse of Jotham, son of Gideon? I don't know. Was that what he was shouting up on Curse oh, Mountain yeah, or Bless yeah. Mountain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, about the grapes, right? And the I'm sure it had something to do with the thorn bush and, and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That I guess makes sense, sort of. So he he must have been standing on Curse Mountain because it says the curse of Jotham. Right. That would make more sense. So he went up on the Curse Mountain and was yelling bullshittery. I mean, we should probably follow up on that a little bit, but I mean, yeah. yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I want to so, understand that curse a little better. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was he cursing now? Right. But yeah, this I, I just what I I. Mm. <laughs> you're you're out of words and you so you're just like going mm, ah, mm, I am oh, I am ah. I am because like I don't understand the lack of follow through with these people there is no fucking follow through they, they don't just, believe in a goddamn single thing they didn't care about anything I I don't understand just like floundering through life and following whoever fucking comes along right. and then Giving up completely the second they're gone. Yep. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. None. You, you guys outnumber this person. You could kill him any time. It only took one woman with a goddamn millstone. Certainly, 20 guys with swords could have taken him down, too. Well, okay, let me just propose this. It seems to me that they weren't 
overly fond of their leader because they didn't even feel the need to avenge his death. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Much less were they supportive of the cause beyond, you know, yeah, the, whatever no, I, the I get said. it. I just, that's, but so, it seems like a, a, a theme where they just don't believe in anything. Like, not even themselves ever. or their leader. Right. Like ever. Yeah. Because when Gideon died, they were bad as soon as he died. Yeah. Like, yep. I mean, it just, it's a, it's a recurring, re recurring theme. Ha. Ha, you gotta write this time. I gotta write this time. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I I'm I'm ranting now, so I need to stop. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we need to we need to stop, and then we're gonna start again tomorrow with something, right? Yeah, Judges chapter ten. All right. We will see you guys then. Bye. Husband. Wife. Do you remember what happened yesterday? Uh, no. Okay. So that guy Abimelech, oh Abimelech, yeah, Abimelech, right, yeah, yeah. Abimelech, I got it. He um he tried to take over. He had his seventy brothers and whatever's kill killed. him. Well, at least sixty nine or no, at least sixty eight of them because he was seventy, right? No, he had seventy other ones killed. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. but it, one of them got away. Well, yeah, but anyway, he tried to take power. <laughs> yeah, and he did for a while. Yeah. And millstones suck for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That lady put that millstone over <laughs> right. him. Yes. Yeah, she did. But then God got him back at the end. With the millstone and the guy with the sword. And then everybody disbanded immediately sure, upon sure, him sure. dying. Yep. I'm like, okay. No, look. At the end of this, it says um, that in this way, God punished Abimelech for the evil he had done against his father by murdering his 70 brothers. Right. See? He got he back murdered. at him. But you were telling me, no, he only killed 69 or 68. Oh, okay. No, you he were, killed 70 No, you brothers. were right about that, but he got okay. back at him by killing them. Yeah. Or, well, the woman killed him. Yeah. Slash his guy that he told to kill him, and then the people that he was leading disbanded right. immediately. Right. So. Right. I'm just that's saying. That's how he got back. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. 70. Totally 70. Okay. You got that. Okay. All right. What are we What are we reading today Judges. that I'm going to be wrong about? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Judges chapter 10. All right. Let's go do this. Okay. Okay, Judges chapter 10. All right. Okay, so there's a little short section, and then there's a super-de-duper long, gigantic section. Like super-de-duper long? Pretty super-de-duper. Hopefully it's good shit. I hope so. Yeah. Okay, this first little section is called Tola and Jer, Judge Israel. Okay? Okay. So there's this Tola and Jer are two different people, and they are going to judge Israel. So I'm assuming they're judges. Right. Since they're judging. But I'm going to assume that by judge, it really means lead, not possibly not like help them fix their more likely the Bible is going to throw us for a loop here and make us think they're actually judging. Right. And then we're going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, because that's true. You know, after Abimelech died, Tola, son of Pua, son of Dodo. <laughs> it literally says that. No, I know. It just like that's like the funniest stretch of names. I think I may have yes. ever heard so far. Yes. Was the next person to rescue Israel. Wow, oh, okay. Tola, son of Pua, son of Dodo. <laughs> Whatever Sorry, you say. Is... <laughs> he was from the tribe of Issachar, but lived in the town of Shamir in the hill country of Ephraim. He judged Israel for 23 years. When he died, he was buried in Shamir. After Tola died, Jer from Gilead judged Israel for 22 years. 
His 30 sons rode around on 30 donkeys, and they owned 30 towns in the <laughs> land of Gilead, which are still called the towns of Jer. And they liked the number 30 a lot. Oh, yeah. I mean, a lot. Yeah. When Jer died, he was buried in Cayman, or Cayman. Okay. Cayman Islands? Okay. That, yeah. That's yeah. the end of that little section. That was it's it. It's not, not the Cayman Islands. It's Cayman. I know. I Cayman know. with a K. Okay. But that you were right, though. They, they definitely still sound like leading yeah. Israel. Yeah. Not judging. They're more Israel. kingy than judgy. Right, right. Okay, so here's the next section. And this is a longy. Sure. A long boy. I think maybe the, the definition of judges in the Bible should be something that we maybe look up to. Yeah. Because it's yeah. very pertinent to well, what we're we doing. Well, I, I did discuss that already. That. Um, oh, in the last Q&A? Um, I don't remember. I think so. Okay. I think so. And that's where we realized. <clears throat> that it might be. That. that yeah that the the judge worse of the the use of the word judge yeah um was throwing us off because it actually is less of a religious or um a moral legal. moral or even legal thing and it was more of it might have been a military commander some kind of um leader like a politics kind of thing right so we already covered that okay I specifically remember that was part of the research because I was really excited to find that out. Got it. Got it. All right. So we're going to learn about Jephthah. All right. Is that the first one they mentioned? Or is this other people? This is, okay, the two that were in the last section, Tola and Jer, they're dead. Okay. Okay. They're dead. Sorry. I I get confused easily. I know. Tola (laughs) did a thing and then he died. Jer did a thing and then then he died. died. And they both 22 years and then 30 30 and 30. Whatever. Yeah. They sure. were barely worth mentioning. Right. So they barely got a mention. Okay. All right. So now we're on to the next section. Got it. Jephthah delivers Israel from the Ammonites. Okay. Are these the um, giants that were supposed to already be dead? Uh, probably. Like, that's what the Ammonites are. Ago? That's what the Ammonites are. I mean, right? Yeah. Like, and, okay. I mean, yeah. All right. Again, the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. Of course of they course did. Of course they did. <laughs> they served the images. That was pretty, pretty I, I wicked. I think that, that should just be like a, a shirt that we make up or a theme. And it just says, of course, of course they did. Of course. Like that's, that, when it just kind of like yeah. Israelites, of course they did. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all it should say. Just Israelites, true. of course they did. Yep. That's it's, that's it. It's true. The whole whole thing. Yeah. Whole thought. It's true. It is. So anyway, again, the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight. Yeah. Of course they did. Right. They served the images of Baal and Ashtoreth. Again, of, of course, course they, they did. Yeah, right. And the gods of Aram, Sidon, Moab, Ammon, and Philistia. Man, they were I'm looking... shocked. Aren't you? No. They no? were looking for help anywhere they could get it. Yeah. You're not shocked, though? No, not at all. <laughs> they, they were cherry-picking just like Christians today do. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were cherry-picking religions like they right they were like here i'm trying to get my wife pregnant and it's not taking so let's let's um worship the fertility goddess oh the crops are coming in bad this year let's worship the you know they were doing the whole greek and roman gods right i just i guess i wish that people that read the bible or that you know pitch the bible to us wouldn't I, they 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 pitch it as these are God's people, right right and i'm like the fuck they are right they don't fucking care yeah they just want whatever's Going on in their life to be going good. They That's just, it. They, they don't care beyond that. They just want to be okay. Right. And occasionally murder, rape, and own slaves. And honestly, they just don't want other any god to fucking kill them or right. whatever, anything. Like most people. Just, you know, leave us alone. Fuck. Yeah. 
Yeah, let us let us rape and pillage and and own slaves. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, but the the raping, pillaging, and owning slaves aside, they were just normal people trying but to when survive. They, but the, when they wanted to own slaves and rape and pillage, they could invoke our the you know the, the Christian God, mm-hmm. not our. Sorry, I, I almost said our God. I'm like, no, that's not. You correct. meant the contemporary. Mean, yeah, like the one that is yeah. I'm surrounded with here, where I live in the Midwest. Yeah, but <clears throat> they could invoke him to. Stand for those things. I right. mean, those those are things that he literally stands for. Sometimes I'm like, right. oh, okay. So I mean, it, I don't know. It, whatever. He could, he could be part of that rotating God circle of yeah. I want to justify this today. Right. So. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Because of course they did. Because of course they did. They abandoned the Lord. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right? It's yeah. just so perfect. It's just, yeah. They abandoned the Lord and no longer served Him at all. Right, I want. Right. I, I gotta wonder how many times the words "abandon the Lord" happen in the Book of Judges. Happen in the whole Bible. Well, be. but even just in the Book of Judges, though, we should look. It's that gotta up. be a lot. So the Lord burned with anger against Israel. Yeah, and He turned them over to the Philistines and the uh, Ammonites again, outsourcing His yep. uh, His anger. Who began to oppress them that year? Yeah, of course. Oh, that's that's why they were oppressed. Yep, God was pissed at them again. God was pissed at yeah. And they weren't they weren't oppressed because um, they came into these people's lands and tried to take it from them. Right. And the people who lived there already said, fuck you, yeah. GTFO, bitches. And apparently God cannot handle his own people anymore. Right. He they outsources out that control. shit to people that yeah. he does not agree with. Yep. Yep. So, okay. And his morals are not very good if he does that because right. um, even if you... You're not supposed to make deals with a devil. Right. You know what I mean? You're right. not supposed to negotiate with terrorists. You're yeah. not supposed to shake hands with. That would be um, like us making a deal with North Korea to fight China or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, that doesn't make, we don't like North Korea. Right. And they're assholes. So right. why would we do that? Exactly. Exactly. Um, Actually, it's interesting because um, Germany is kind of in that situation right now where um, they thought that the smart thing to do would be to get all of their gas and power from Russia, so that they would be in good, strong relations right. with them. And now they got to cut ties because, you know. Yeah, and it's really going to hurt their economy and hurt their people. And so they're right. stuck in a position of, we support Ukraine, so we're obviously allowing refugees but into our country. But we can't completely cut these resources Yeah, out. they're like, how do like how far do we go before we're hurting our own people? Right. And it, it's a not fair situation, but it's like, well, well you, I think you that made that you, I think that, you know, yeah, no, and they did, and they're and – they're, there was somewhat good reasoning for that. Sure. But I think that, you know, the way you walk that back is you say, look, we understand we're so tied in with these people, but we're going to start walking this back this way. Right. We're going to step one is this. Step two is that. And, right. you know, so on and so forth so that it doesn't impact our. But we do want to say out loud, we are walking this back. You right. Know, like we want to distance ourselves from right. this regime. So It's almost just too late, though. They're they're so it's so entwined. Right. You know, like, I, I, yeah. I don't know. And. With the pipelines, you know? Yep. It's just too too much. It is. So, yeah, I, that was a good analogy that I made, but I don't know how I got there. I'm, so yeah, I'm going to read now. completely off track now. My bad. But hey, that's all good. <laughs> For 18 years, they oppressed all the Israelites east of the Jordan River. Ooh, oh, just the east, east ones. East side though, the gang. Two, yeah. Just um, the east side, huh? Just the east side well, gang. Well, remember how we were talking the other day how this is a lot of localized stuff. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Not necessarily all the tribes, but some of them right. go bad from time to time. Right. But not all of them. Right. So. So for 18 years, they oppressed all the Israelites east of the Jordan River in the land of the Amorites, that is, in Gilead. 
Okay, so they were fucking with Esai gang. Yeah, yeah. The Ammonites also crossed to the west side of the Jordan and attacked Judah, Benjamin, and Ephraim. The Israelites were in great distress. Yeah. I bet they were. I bet they were. Yeah. Finally, they cried out to the Lord for help, saying, We have sinned against you because we have abandoned you as our God and have served the images of Baal. (laughs) The Lord replied, Did I not rescue you from the Egyptians, the Amorites, the Ammonites, the Philistines, the Sidonians, and the Amalekites, and the Mayanites? I got a question, though. What? Who the fuck is he talking to now? Like, there's not, like, a set person he talks to anymore. Is he just, like, writing this in the sand? Or, like, does he um, sending a donkey to talk to them about it? Is the angel of the Lord stopping by and saying, hey, yo, what's up? I got a message for you. Or is he, like, doing a thing through somebody's dream? Has he got a loudspeaker? I don't know. I don't know. Like, what's what's going on here? I have no idea. It, they don't, like, we had Moses, right? And, yeah. And we had So when it Jos- goes, when it goes, the Lord said, Joshua. we just always assumed that the words were given to Moses or whoever. But now we're. Oh, oh, no, I, never mind. <laughs> oh, did the Sorry. recording not stop? <laughs> the recording, no, it's just frozen. Oh I thought God. we had lost the recording there. We're still going. Oh, so, hi, hey, hi, sorry. we're back. Nothing. Uh, t- that, th- this is our new recording studio thing that we're doing, and uh, <laughs> technical issues abound. What are you but talking about? We've got the sound figured out. Nothing it's ever just happened. Our crappy computer lags the fuck out. So, nothing ever happened. <laughs> nothing, yeah. Nothing to see here. You went on way too long explaining. I did. Ignore the man behind the curtain. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so um, we were talking about who is who is God talking to. Right, yeah. Um. So, yeah, yeah before and- it was the words have been given to Moses, but who is he giving the words to right. now? Yeah. Yeah. There's okay. not really like a person. Right. We just, I mean, I guess the judges probably are the ones, but they don't really spell that out. Yeah, Whereas before not, it was spelled out, it was Moses, it was Joshua, it was whoever, you know? I think, I think that this falls under the, um, the authorship of this book falls under the Deuteronomist. Okay. Since this is one of the Deuteronomistic So histories. is it just assumed that the priests in general are the ones that are relaying these words? I, I honestly don't know because I, all I know is that the Deuteronomists um, came in and fixed it up afterwards. Like they wrote everything afterwards. Right. So, and they were heavy at, into the priests. Yeah. Too, so, I yeah. Mean, so at the very, very least, um, they had a hand in copying down God's word. Right. Um, at the most, they might've actually made up God's words. Uh, you know what I mean? At the most, I would say that's the well, most likely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying like, okay. At the very, very least, they they were responsible for writing this down. Right. Well after it happened. Yeah. Um, even more likely is that in addition to just copying it down, they also made, made it, up. it made up God's words. Right. And did not attribute any kind of man to this because Because they're just speaking out of their asses, basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, here we're like blowing through history. This guy did this guy let him and died. This other guy let him and died. Right. Okay, now let's get to the good one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when they oppressed you, continued God, yeah. you cried out to me for help and I rescued you, yet you have abandoned me and served other gods. So I will not rescue you anymore. Yeah, never again. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh. There's not even any more Bible to go. We are <laughs> never, ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> 
go and cry out to that was God's, good. yeah God's theme song for the Israelites. Yep, yeah, yep, that's yep. awesome. Go and cry out to the gods you have chosen. Let them rescue you. Let them rescue you in your hour of distress. Yeah. But the Israelites pleaded with the Lord yeah, and said, <laughs> we have sinned. Punish us as you see fit. Only rescue us today from our enemies. <laughs> <laughs> then the Israelites put aside their foreign gods and served the Lord. They're foreign gods. <laughs> They're foreign these, gods. These are gods they've been worshiping like the whole fucking time. Think about it. Think about it. Um, So there was the guy, the first guy did like 20 years and then died. The second guy, you know, at the beginning of this chapter, yeah, right? Yeah, second yeah. guy did like 20 years and then died. Right. That was 40 years right there. Even yeah. though they were behaving under the leadership, you can't tell me that they weren't at least secretly worshiping these other gods. You know they were because they dropped this right. shit like a hot potato after they're fucking done. I know. That's what I'm saying. So at least those 40 years, on top of the other years before that, when they were coming in in the first place right. and getting settled. Yeah. Yeah. There's nigh on a fucking century i'm betting that they have been on and off right you know oh, worshiping these gods easily the, only, the last time they didn't worship these gods might have been just as they were leaving fucking um egypt right maybe or but even then they might have just might not have even covered it okay you know? they might have been worshiping these other gods on their way to egypt it's quite possible <laughs> Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, whatever. You guys, you guys and it's your just, it's, loony it's, the gods. The thing bothers me. Like, I'm like, God, this is so stupid. It's just the Greek and Roman gods. But for some reason, this one lasted. And I hate it because it's it's nothing different. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, this was definitely a book of gods. But they wanted this one to win out of the gods. Right. Like, this is like, this is like if Zeus had uh, just triumphed. "Quote unquote" over the other gods, right? And, and then we shall not speak of those other gods that are, you know, whatever that still but, have names. Yeah, right. But yeah, this I I don't understand why why this one, why this I, one? Because somebody wanted it to happen real bad. I don't know. They, you know what? It's an agenda. It's a fucking agenda. They yeah. wanted slavery. They wanted to be able to rule people without question under these types of guidelines. And so there you go. There's God. It's a fucking rule book that somebody it. wanted to implement. That's all. I hate it so much. So. All right. Sorry, I'm um, going off a lot in this, this episode. No, that's fine. There's a lot to say. This, there's a lot happening here, you know? Right. Okay, and he was grieved by their misery. So Wait, well, who was grieved by their God misery? God was grieved. Okay, so they oh. were crying. The yeah, Israelites yeah. were like, oh, help okay. us, please, Lord. So God's like, God's giving into his, yeah. I'm never going to help you again. Okay. Yeah, and they were like, you can punish us. We don't care. Please just help us. Yeah, just burn and a so, few of us. We'll be good. Right, and so he was grieved by their misery. Misery. Yeah. At that time, the armies of Ammon had gathered for war and were camped in Gilead. And the people of Israel assembled and camped at Mizpah. The leaders of Gilead said to each other, whoever attacks the Ammonites first will become ruler over all the people of Gilead. The end. <laughs> what does that have to do with God? It's just like. I have no idea. Whoever's the stupidest and runs out there to these fucking idiots that are going to try to kill us. You guys get to be in charge. Yep. Whoever lives out of you guys. Yep. Because, you know, you're going first. So So you must be touched. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But that wasn't even God speaking. That was just them saying, hey, whoever wins this, whoever goes first, you guys get to be in charge. Right. And and in charge of people who are going to, you know, not follow you for any length of time because they don't give a fuck. Exactly. Whatever. Yeah. I this chapter was fun. It was fun. But I'm I'm kind of getting sick of the yo-yo like Mm -hmm. back and forth about. 
Are we with God or are we not? Are we with God or this are we not? This whole book is about, I mean, the entire Bible is about people coming to God, going away from God and coming back to God. Right. The whole no, I, book is a, supposed to be about consequences of choice and um, um, forgiveness and redemption and all I get that. It. I get it. There's supposed to be some sort of fucking message here right. about God's forgiveness and um, people's stupidity of leaving God and shit. Right. right. But look all the, I look see at the bad things that happen when you leave God. And it's like, Jesus, look at the bad things that happen when you choose God. Right. And look at the bad things that happen when you're not with God because God is choosing the other fucking side. Right. Like, I'm sorry, but this is just a bunch of crap, just as usual, with the Bible where God is just being a dick, as usual. Yeah, it's And true. not only that, but he can't even handle his own shit. He right. just, like I said, he just... Outsource. Outsources it. Yeah. That, fucking, that kills the, me. You need the... The ITA, to? the Israelite Trade Agreement or something. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was really bad, my love. I had to do it in my head real quick because I couldn't, I, I wasn't, my brain wasn't working fast enough. That was so bad. Post COVID shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Okay. All right, all right. I'm done. I'm done today. Okay. We're done. We're done. All right, what are we doing tomorrow? To- no, tomorrow is Saturday. Fuck, I can't even keep track of what day it is. I know. Shit. So tomorrow is Saturday. So we're doing and our Q&A. we are doing the QA. All right. And then Sunday is our replay. Yep. And then Monday we'll come back for Judges chapter 11. Sounds wonderful. Let's All right. get on out of here. Okie dokie. Bye. Bye. Husband. Wife. Um, you know what today is? Today is Saturday. Q and A. Yeah. Are you ready for a Q? I am. Yeah, we have Qs. I'm ready for some A's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you hoping I have some A's? I really am because I had a lot of Qs. I think, but I don't know if we have a lot of A's. I have a few A's. I don't know if they went with your Qs. Damn it. So let's put your Qs and my A's together and see what we come up with. All right. Let's go do this. Okay. Bye. Okay, so you know how just then when I said, okay, bye. I, yeah, you said, okay, bye. I was like, what the hell? We're not leaving. We're coming I right know. back. I know. So I wanted to address that right off the top. Um, not by like, bye. Right. Yeah. By like that segment. Yeah. You know, we we don't really know what we're doing at all. I see things that. We just say whatever comes to our heads. Yeah. And it's not always correct. No, like I know. Like the things that we say. Are definitely not always it's correct. It's so true. It's so true. But I was just like, oh, we're at the end of this segment. Bye. And that's what I meant. But like, no. But we right. still you have You probably more. just lost half of our audience. Oh, wow. They're all I, gone now. If they were going to leave over something so silly, <laughs> I mean, good grief. If that's what sent them off. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that would be bad. I mean, I've done so much more egregious things. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the first thing I want to go over is, um, remember we were asking about what's the difference between the angel of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, and then God himself? Yes. Right? Correct. So um, it's really hard to get into a conversation about that because, of course, if you have um, atheist scholars, they're like, well, none of it's real, so why bother, right? You know what? I've stopped you right there for one second because that's one of my pet peeves on Twitter when we're talking about, you know, like discussing religion and stuff. The there's let me some just, let me just cut you off. Are you trying to say that some atheists have fucking sticks up their asses? Well yeah. Like yeah, they won't play they along. They won't just be like, okay, let's just like 
let's take this as a hypothetical. If there is a God, like, you know, let's just have a little bit of fun with this. I get it. I get it. I see. I understand why they're they're Some people, definitely people have a right to be upset a lot of the times, probably way more than I do because I never, I didn't even grow up with religion, but sometimes I just want people to be like, just play. Just or or pretend. if you don't want to. Don't comment. Right. Yeah. Like, I think that's what bothers me. You don't me. have to fucking like, be like, I'm here to show you that I have a stick up my ass and I think you're dumb. The end. Because I'll, I'll ask questions like, you know, um, if God is da 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 And, you know, I, I hashtag it with atheists. So obviously I'm like, yeah, I don't believe in God. But then somebody's like, well, that's just not that's a non-starter because I don't believe in God. Or yeah. God doesn't exist. Da 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 I'm like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. just, you know. The the spirit of the question. This just go along with it for a right. minute, you know. Right. I but I I also get it. I understand they want to not acknowledge God in any way whatsoever. But at the same Which time, is fine. you can it, yeah, you just can, don't acknowledge my post then. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. So um those those atheists that have sticks up their butts. Yeah. They're the same ones that I'm talking about over here. Right. Um. And I'm sorry. I just didn't mean to go on a rant. Oh about no, you're that, fine. So. You're fine. Um, cause it's true. Right. Um, some of them suck, you know, because, because you know why? You know what? Because some people suck all, all, that's, all that's types of people say. suck. Cause you know why? Cause they're human and right. humans suck. That's, that's why. That is true. And some suck more than others. That is a and, universal truth. Yeah. It doesn't matter <laughs> like sex, gender or religion or lack thereof. Like, some definitely suck more than others though. So, oh yeah. There's sa- shades of sucking. Yeah. Radiant. There's yeah. definitely a spectrum. It goes all the way from like mother Teresa to Trump. I mean, I wouldn't use Mother Teresa because she wasn't as uh, sweet and oh, she wasn't apple pie. No, whatever. Whoever's know, sweet history. and apple pie, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. That person that, to, to Trump. That nice person. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So um, we were talking about the difference between the angel of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord, and right, God. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's really hard to get a, a finite answer because um, you know we've got atheist scholars that are like it's a dumb question. Right. And then we've got um, Bible apologists that are like, oh, clearly it's a it's a sign of of uh, Jesus come before. It's he always was... a fucking sign of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It's so, always a sign of Jesus. So these are these are the kinds of answers that you get though when you're looking for this stuff, and you're like, right. no, I'm I'm not here to like praise the Lord, but nor am I here to say it doesn't matter because it's not real. Right, you know? right. I'm here to say, what did they mean though? What yeah. did they mean? Not what do you think they mean? What did they mean? Right. Not what do you mean? I mean, and that, that's nearly, I mean, it's impossible it to say. It is between, impossible. Between translations and, right. you know, thousands of years ago. Yeah. It's, it's just not. Um, Our cat is playing with something on the table. I just thought I'd point a, that out. A chip. Oh, that would okay. be a chip. Yeah. Okay. Our cat eats. Potato chips. Potato chips and salsa. Yeah. Or tortilla not chips. salsa. Tortilla chips, yeah. What a fucking weirdo. Okay, anyway. So, um. Yeah, it gets really difficult trying to find an answer. Um, for the most part, um, it's thought that they're kind of the same-ish, um, but it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, if it is God's word, it is his word, whether it's spoken directly or funneled through an avatar. Got it. But my, and, my contention was that they were all at the same place. Right. They were all talking at that same place, like there was the prophet... The angel of the Lord, and then the Lord Himself talked, right? You know, according to the yeah. the Bible, right? according to this translation that we're reading, right? Yeah, sure. And that could have been bad too. No, definitely, I, I fully acknowledge that. 
But the way it was said yeah. was the, as though it was three different entities. Sure, sure, yeah. So I basically my answer is, we God don't damn know. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, sorry about that one. But, you know, at least we got to air our grievances a little sure. bit. yeah. Okay, so then the next one, um, the next little tidbit of trivia that I wanted to cover was, remember when Gideon was sent down by God to go spy on um, these two guys that were talking and they were like, Dude, I had a dream. Yes. And it was like. Yeah, he was like standing, like, apparently he was standing close enough to hear them talking about a fucking dream. Yeah, and and the dream was of a loaf of barley bread tumbled <laughs> yeah. into the camp and it struck my tent and it fell, overturned, and collapsed. And you were like, how could, um, how could a loaf of bread be that heavy that it knocked over your fucking tent? And how right. did you go from, like success to fail like what how do you get that out of a loaf of barley bread well here's the thing about that um it was significant because only the very poor ate barley bread okay because it was food for dogs and cattle ah and so the vision meant that the camp of the midianites would be knocked over by a noble a humble nobody oh that's who um gideon was yeah the guy who has 43 pounds of gold now? No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, yeah. I'm just saying, um, like, you know. It it just meant that, um, it just meant that the camp was going to fall. I, okay. And whatever. that, whatever. Right. There's a lot of problems with that. Yeah. Because A, that's, he it, couldn't have been that close. B, no. they wouldn't have been fucking oh, yeah, talking no. about a barley bread it thing a, knocking it, over tents. It was definitely just didn't a happen. parable or whatever at right. best. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I think, a poor one. A very bad one. Just my most, opinion. Most Bible ones are um, for two reasons. One, because the right can't meme. <laughs> and two, because, I mean, these people were from, like, thousands of years yeah, ago. Yeah, so, like, And their sense of humor is so, like, a rock. Because, <laughs> you know, they didn't have YouTube. <laughs> So, like, fuck them, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Like, now we can literally play the lava game because, you know. I know. You can do special effects and, like, you know, make yeah. the lava game a real thing. The floor it's is awesome, lava. Right? I love those videos, by the way. I like, know. The ones that, like, take those things, like, it's lava. They're and, funny. Yeah. So, that's on that. Okay. Yeah. We, then we had another question. Remember when Gideon, um, he did a lot of winning and he took. Um, he had everybody give him earrings of yes. gold yeah. and there were so many pounds yep. and then he um, melted them down, smelt it and dealt it and made a sacred ephod out of it. Yes. And I we do. were like, yeah, right. that's a okay. chest plate. What the fuck are you doing with that? Yeah. Dork. Right. Okay. So, um, okay. Hold on. Sorry. I lost my place. Ephod. Ephod. Yeah. So we remember that happened and we remember what an ephod is you know what impressed me the most what is that we remembered what the fucking ephod was i know right <laughs> like we're real bible scholars now it's not like we take notes before we go into these episodes oh hell no we're just pulling this out of our goddamn ass so. yeah yeah and then and then there it was we, we remember what an ephod was we're i like, know damn that was that kind was, of impressive that was pretty we impressed impressive. ourselves just yeah then. yeah yeah was that was really stuff. awesome yeah and we both did. That's, right. that's not often. Usually yeah. it's one of us and the other one's like, really? Right. Because one of us said that. it and then uh, I, I, one of us was like, yeah, that's isn't that supposed to be like the chess piece? You know, yeah. and so we yeah. both knew. We knew. And we're like, damn, we both knew. That That's good Sorry, stuff right there. Sorry, we're tooting our own horn way too much here. I, it was very, it's very exciting when we know a thing. Yeah. That's all I'm going to No, I mean, it I'm doesn't happen say. often. So, no, it really know. doesn't. <laughs> so, um, Okay, so here's here's a little bit of story behind that. Okay. Okay. Yep. So um over in um Ephraim, um 
those people over there, the Midians, I think, um, they had um, the tabernacle set up there for okay. wor- for worship for Israel. Okay. Okay. It was in Shiloh at at this moment in time. Okay. At this okay. part. At this exact moment, it moved a lot, but this particular day or whatever. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um, the center of worship, the tabernacle, was in Shiloh, which was in the territory of Ephraim. Okay. Okay. And so Gideon was like, you know, everybody's going over there to worship. And I think that they should come over here to me to worship because I'm like kingly-ish. But you that's, know? that's the oh, temple. Oh, I know. You I know. You got to go to the temple. The- yes, I know. Okay, all right. I hear you. Okay. That he, he started out such a good guy, but in his older age, he became more and more and more bad and evil. And it didn't really portray that very well, though. It, I mean, I we got the, that a little bit. Like we got you know, that because he was asking for the gold and because he made the thing in the first right, place. And, right. You know, he made a lot of wives and stuff. We yeah. commented on it. No, it. it yeah, we did. He, yeah. He got uppity. He power corrupts. Okay. Money corrupts. All right. All right. Fair enough. And so he 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 had all the wives. Right. He had all the um, land. He had all of the. Everything, but he didn't have the glory of the people coming to worship at his place. Got they it. were going over there where they had a rivalry. Right. And so it looked like to him, to his stupid eyes, it looked like Ephraim had all the prestige and the influence and, and sure. stuff like that. Right. Like he wasn't looking at it as, but they're he praising was jealous the Lord. He was them. jealous. Yeah. So he um, put that up as like on a post as... Something for to represent, like, look at this fine piece that it was made all together out of our fighting that we did together. Because I was we, in the Lord's favor and yada, yada, yes, yada. Yes, right. yes. And and so, um, you know, we beat them. And so mm-hmm. we should give thanks to the Lord every time we look at this but, thing. But here's the thing, though, about that. The thing about that. Okay. Okay. The thing about that is that is this that I'm going to say just okay. now. Yes. What is it? Oh, my God. <laughs> What? Sorry. Um, so they have before decided that they were going to worship in another place or, mm-hmm. and, and God did not like these things happening. Right. Like he was not happy at all. At all. About that. Right. And, and, and remember when, the um, oh, who was it? The, the East side gang, mm-hmm. um, decided to put up that, the, the rock thing to remind the future yes. generations. Yes. The and altar. they thought they were going to worship. They were ready to go to war with those fuckers. I know. I'm I like. Know. And it, and God probably would have backed them. Yeah. If it was true that they were, I mean, like this, this is a big deal. This You've got to worship at the tabernacle. But this is several, several years down the line now. Um, Joshua is dead. So you're telling me God's a different person and doesn't care as much. That's what the Bible has told me. I mean, that's kind of the what Bi- I got the, the Bible has told me that with each successive generation god steps back more and more it seems that way doesn't it there's fewer and fewer magic-y things and fewer and fewer um reasons to actually worship him but why why because he's not real no I, i know but like why does god in the bible in this in this fictional book that we're reading about a god who is all powerful and all seen so do you want the bible apologist answer sure because the bible apologist answer is um, God continued to pull back more and more because mankind continued um, to not listen to him. And he just got so tired of dealing with their stupidness that he just pulled away. But he promised time and time again that if they kept being stupid, 
he was just gonna kill them all. But it was just he loved his creation too much. I call bullshit. He lit, lit him on fire, fucking you know, no, dropped I, in the fucking I totally earth. Agree and all with kind you. Of shit. I totally agree with you. Like I'm not arguing that. I'm just telling you what a Bible apologist would say. Right. All right. They would tell you that you know, oh, humanity became too evil, and so God had to look away because it hurt him too much, and it you know made him sad, cry, and whatever. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. It is bullshit. It's total bullshit. It is. It is. Complete bullshit. The fact of the matter is, God doesn't exist, and it's right. clear from this book that, at the very least, this God doesn't exist. Exactly, exactly. The whole story is stupid. Yeah. Okay, so that was another thing that we were going to talk about, the ephod. Like, why did they do that? Right. Okay, Um. remember when um, uh, Gideon... Wait, no, Abimelech, not not Gideon. Yeah, Abimelech. we had a question. Yeah, we wanted to know about that. Okay, so remember when Abimelech he like wanted to take <laughs> over, and you know, because his his dado died. Yeah, you know, right. And he was like, okay, I'm going to take over. Except that, oopsie, I've got these seventy brothers over here. Right. So just dispatch those guys. And, but those are on his dad's side. So he goes to his mom's side of the family, and he's like, oh my gosh, you guys, right. I need money and help. And Can you, and you please? guys need to support me? Yeah, right. and so um, they did. They gave him the money, but they didn't understand. According to what I read, they didn't understand that he was going to use that money to hire murderers ah. to help him take care of his brothers. His brothers, right? They were giving him money to, like, as startup, like to help him in, you know, begin his campaign to become the new leader right. of like the people. He's gonna, you know, yeah, decide to. I'm going to show my worth and become yes. the new leader. And so they, they put their faith in him and they put all their money in him and he betrayed them. So no wonder they rebelled after three years. Yeah. They're like, well, um, he's kind of an asshole, so we'll let him get away with this for a bit. But uh, yeah, but so as soon as we get a chance. He, he killed on one side of the family. He killed them all. On the other side, he betrayed their trust. Yeah. And robbed them. Right. And... um. You know, something to keep in mind, too, is that the money that they gave him, even though it did come from his mother's side, yeah, the actual coins came from the Temple of Baal. Oh. So it was so they, blood money. It right. was bad worship, evil money. Yeah. And is, that came around to bite them all in the ass. Right, right. In in Bible canon yeah, world. right. You know, like what And I'm assuming this is from, like, other texts that exist mm-hmm. out in the... The world well, or well, something. No, because the actual um, Bible says they gave him 70 silver coins right. from the temple of Baal Barat, oh, which okay, he used okay. to hire some reckless troublemakers yeah, who agreed yeah, yeah. to follow up. All right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So it's it's there. We just didn't think read of into it. it enough. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So when I read that, I, I thought that is something that, although we didn't really ask about it, something we should probably be aware of. Sure. Yeah. That he was not nice, even on his mom's side. All right. Cool. Okay. I mean, not cool, but you know. right, right. Yeah. Okay. Here's another one. But he um, got a millstone in the end, though. He sure did. Really cool. He sure as fuck did. That was awesome. That was cool. Okay, so remember we had a question about, um, okay, it's um, Judges chapter nine verse six. Then all the leading citizens of Sheshem and Beth Milo called a meeting under the Terebinth oak beside the pillar at Sheshem. And made Abimelech their king. Right. And we said, and we you know, like, that oak right there. Yeah. And we were one, like, the one what, oak. what the fuck are you even talking about? What right. does all that mean? So, okay. First of all, um, the citizens of Sheshem and Beth Milo. What, what's a Beth Milo? We never heard of that before, right? A Milo 
it originally referred to a rampart or earthwork, and it may have developed into a reference to fortresses or, you know, something to that effect. Okay. So basically, the citizens of Shesham and whatever this probably town center building Got it. Is, is the guess. Okay. Okay. Sure. So that's what that is. Um, and then Abimelech's coronation took place at the same tree where Joshua had solemnly placed a copy of the law of God under that terebinth oak tree. Huh. Yeah. That's that's interesting because yeah. he definitely was not with God. Right. That's, so. that's the point is that like the words of God are written right there. He's basically spitting in God's face. Yeah. And and, and on his ancestors' faces. Right. And yeah. then that's why it was so important to show that he was ultimately killed with disgrace and people mm-hmm. left him. So And and that's why also it was important to say the oak. Right. You know the that oak. oak. Yeah. yeah. Right. The one the one where dude left the word of God and right. then also the one where um dude became king or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, so that that was kind of important. Sure. I still don't know what that means. Is it just a type of tree or some shit? I don't think I don't, that really matters. It honestly, matter. I think it's more to the point that Joshua did something there. Is that what she said, Joshua? Joshua um, was the one that left the words okay, there. Okay, he left the the word yeah, of God, the word there. of God there. And so I, the fact that he did that, and then Abimelech was coronated there, right, just shows that he was. How know, far they, the people had strayed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and more than that, it showed good cause for God to be angry and mm-hmm. spiteful at him. I because guess. not only was Abimelech bad, like he betrayed he betrayed one side, murdered the other, and then led the people um to to crown him their leader on the same spot. Right, right. Like how much worse can you get, dude? Yeah. So yeah, that happened. Okay. Okay, here's another one. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. This is the last one and it it's we already knew it. Okay. Um, remember at that very end the one the one brother that got away, right? Yeah. Jotham. Right. And he climbed to the mount of he climbed to the Jerism. top of Mount Jerusalem and yeah. shouted, right? Uh-huh. And he did that whole long song shouty thing. Right. And then ran away again. Was that Cursed Mountain? That was Blessed Mountain. Blessed Mountain. Okay. Yeah. But it was one of the mountains. Yeah. Okay. It was right. Blessed Mountain. Okay. Yep. So it's I, odd that he called climbed Bless Mountain to curse them. Well, I guess he wasn't cursing them. He, he was, was blessing God. Right. Okay. That's why, because he was true to God's, you know, orders and stuff, and he was saying, you know, oh God, be with me, and God, don't turn your back on these people, and right, you know, God is great, God is good. Let us thank Him for the food, <laughs> you know, that right. whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Okay. That, that's where so he that's went up at. on Bless Mountain and yelled at him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He yelled loud. Yelled loud. Yeah. And then I mean, hid. you got to yell from the top of a mountain. You got to you got to raise that voice up a little bit. Yeah, but don't forget that the the Curse Mountain and the Bless Mountain they're um right next to each other, and you can stand on one or the other and hear what's being shouted. Yeah, but you got to shout. I'm sure. I'm it's sure. A fucking mountain. Yeah, definitely. So, but I'm just saying. Right. All right. We're just rambling now. Well, yeah. So let's let's uh let's go ahead and end this for today. Okay. Um. That was um, our Q&A for chapter, Judges chapters 6 through 10. And then tomorrow we will have our replay. And then Monday we will be back for uh, Judges chapter 11. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye.
Husband. Yes, wife? Remember how you told me we're on Patreon now? Yeah, why? Because we're starting something new for Patreon members only. Every couple of weeks, we'll cover something in the news, a current event, or something we feel strongly needs to be discussed. And only subscribers get to hear our discussion. That's right. It's all for our Patreon members as a thank you for their support. Join now for as little as $2 a month to get all of our extra content. Go to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Do it now. Husband, it's the end. It is indeed, wife. Tell the people where they can contact us. Well, they can get a hold of us via our email, which is sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. We have Twitter at sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, why do you know? Why do you keep doing that? (laughs) All right. We have a Facebook page, an Instagram page, and a Pinterest page. But if you really want to get our attention, Twitter is where it's at. Twitter is where you're at. Yeah. And um, they should also review, like, and subscribe, yeah? Definitely. Apple Podcasts um, reviews help us out tremendously. And uh, we also can use your support on Patreon, which is a great place to uh, support us as well. That would be at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.